The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Charitable Gastonia. Hello, this is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and com. Listen to Atlanta Braves Baseball on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, in Charitable, and online at com. Watch and listen to the Shock Jock Sports Podcast on Facebook Live and YouTube. Hello, this is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and com. Watch the Shock Jock Sports Podcast by KTC Broadcasting live on Facebook and listen on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify. Shock Jog Sports Podcast by KTC Broadcasting, live Mondays and Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Listen on Spotify, Apple iTunes, replays on YouTube, KTC Sports, KTCBroadcasting.com. Check, check. Hey, there we go. Hey, everybody. Now we're ready and rocking. Good afternoon, everybody. KTC Shock Jocks live and in charge. Uh, Zach May is in the house. I'm Kevin Hastings. Judas here playing some video games in here. I've got my mask on, Zach. I'm ready Ultimate for... Ultimate Warrior. Does this mask work? Yeah, Ultimate Warrior, I guess. Oh, this mask does work? I can wear this in public? <laughs> works for me the rest of them don't work either so oh, okay so the rest of the, so this one's okay then mm-hmm. darth vader mask is okay one warrior nation right here zach That's right. one warrior nation good afternoon everybody i'm kevin hastings zach may is here and uh, we got a little bit to talk about today not too much uh be kind of a short show hunters out of town uh, tom couldn't make it in today so it's just me and zach uh, he missed some stuff on Monday. We're pretty, pretty much going to go over uh, all of that, so uh, we'll we'll get into that in in, in a little bit. I'll get get my, my warrior mask off. I had a hat, and I don't know where it went. So mm-hmm. hair looking like awfulness. Um, all right, Zach. We've got uh, Major League Baseball sixty game schedule that may or may not play. They canceled minor league baseball yesterday. We've got NBA coming back to the bubble. Uh, there's their teams already complaining about how much money they're gonna quote unquote lose. Um, they'll have some. Uh, n- they're allowed to be able to put whatever they want based on the back of their jerseys. It seems like uh, today's Bobby Bonilla Day, Zach. Happy Bobby Bonilla Yay. Day. We, 
He's got that figured out. I we, like that. We do this every year. Uh, why don't they just give him a lump sum and get it over with? Mm. Wouldn't that just make... He might not take it. I don't know if they could. That's a, that's because, a good question. Because it would be a, a higher amount of money he's receiving and taxed more probably. Wouldn't you it, think? I, maybe. It's a million, 1.2 million basically today, every July 1st through 2035. <laughs> awesome. So he's still got 15 years of 15 he, more million dollars. He took a gamble. I mean, he did. I mean, he might not even have lived to 2035. So. That's true too. I mean, you, you know, he's he could be very smart, but if he only lived three years after his contract, then he didn't, you know. So, well, how about baseball? Uh, with with the no, you know, you don't have a salary cap, so you can just pay anybody and everybody whatever you want, like for however long you want. I'll tell, tell you what, we're gonna pay you hundred million dollars, but we're not gonna pay you for another ten years. We'll pay you play for free now, but you'll get your money in ten years. Would you do something like that? Yeah. Wonder why that haven't been any baseball. Players have any done any other contracts? Like I'm surprised they've done more. And uh, I, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Is no. And, and, well, think about it. Isn't that funny? They, they, they had they're on the docket to pay him 2035. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. You know, uh, wouldn't you? Uh, let's say you sign a 40 million dollar deal, 10 years. I would almost could and would live off one million a year, and then give me the rest at the end of the contract. <laughs> that way I'm set, set for the rest of my life. I don't do nothing stupid uh, with the money. I mean, you think about uh, the statistics in some of the pro sports. I think it's 80% of the people in pro sports, when they come out, I think definitely NFL, they're, they're bankrupt by the time they get out. That's nuts. It's, it's crazy. Well, uh, the average – got to think the average contract in, in, in the NFL, too, is not that much. Yeah. And you, the average career is three years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we talk about – I'm not going to bring up the, anyone's name or anything or say a certain name, but let me put it this way. Luke Keekley is considered one of the best linebackers in a while uh, of his, maybe of his generation. He's definitely after Ray, Ray Lewis. He made the next. $50 million a year. I mean, in his career. Chase Daniels has been a backup in the NFL. He makes $10 million a year. Now, when you th- compare the work and effort that you have to put in, to doing what you're doing now, it takes infinitely more talent to throw a football than it does to tackle someone. But for the effort and plays that he put in, Chase Daniels getting paid ten million dollars a year to play quarterback is 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 to me a better job than what Keekley had to do when she hit someone every single. Yeah, you don't have to worry about getting play. a concussion because he ain't gonna get to play. Think about it. He got Chase Daniels ain't going in. Fifty million dollars in his career, Keekley did, and he got a, a ton of concussions and you know, he, he cried on the field and bleeding out of his face and, and they still not taking him out of the game. And Chase McDaniel Chase Daniels over on the sideline making uh twice as much as Keekley over here. And he ain't even doing nothing but holding the and, clipboard. And he'll probably get out of the football, and he'll probably be an offensive coordinator somewhere. Right, because he's making there the whole time dollars. and learn how to do every bit mm-hmm. of that. So, yeah. So, um, when someone, when you say, my point on the quarterback thing is, don't quit playing quarterback until you're forced to. Don't choose to quit playing quarterback. Um, and. and the money is just ridiculous. Lamar Jackson proved that, Zach. I mean, you, you, you look at um, 
How many people said that he shouldn't be a quarter, he shouldn't be a quarterback? Yeah. Uh, uh, mostly everybody except for the Ravens uh, right. in the draft. And, and 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 he gets and he's the, he wins the MVP and, and and you and you look at that and you see Cam completing fifty seven percent. Why would a player switch positions until he can't anymore? The fact of the matter is Tebow completed forty seven percent. So anything better than him, and he beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in a playoff game on which, a pass, which Roger Staubach had a lot of trouble doing. Yeah, uh, he's two and two, I think, against the Steelers. And so, he, what I'm saying is that sometimes the quarterback, if you got a great defense, you can get there and win games. But don't switch positions. Like if Tebow switched positions, he would have never made anywhere close to as much money as he did as a quarterback as the, as the tight end or, or H-back or, or whatever. So, again, what I mean is let's say you switch positions and you barely make the NFL and you play five years at minimum, $3 million a year, whatever. You made $15 million playing linebacker, which Hayes Daniels made that one year almost, not playing linebacker. So, to me, the money and, and, and best thing is to, to, to stay the quarterback – Think about it, Zach. You got an NFL team. You got fifty-three players on the roster. How many people on that roster can accurately and good enough throw a football? Two, mm-hmm. three. So how valuable is that skill when you have thirty players on your team that play defense and they can tackle somebody? So tackling someone isn't that valuable of a skill as and what what makes people like. Keekley or, or Ray Lewis, it different on defense. Defense is about will to me. Will, effort, education. If you know what the other folks yep. are doing, you have the will to stop it, and and, and you're and you still got to have the skill. Um, but but I don't know. It seems a lot of money on the table for these guys. Uh, it, thinking about switching positions and, and and moving over. Just just stay. If you can throw the football. Kids, stay with it. Um, you can always switch positions when that's over with. Even if you can't throw the football, you can go to the Patriots and get signed. <laughs> well, uh, Zach, you're a Panthers fan, so yeah. let's start there. Uh, Andre was poo-pooing uh, the move the other day, so if that makes you feel good about it. Um, I don't think it's a bad move. Uh, I'll say that. I mean, what's the what's – the, What's the risk in it? There's either mm-hmm. they paid him, they made him, paid him the minimum and, and, and upwards of seven point five million in incentives, so they have no risk at all in it if he comes in. And Cam he Newton is, could win Super Bowl and MVP this year, he get paid less than Chase Daniels. Yep, and then next year, <laughs> it, it, it's it's open season for him. But right now, right, if he plays that. If he he he's the Patriots are in the the driver's seat on that one, you know, and uh, if he is. Uh, Randy Moss style, you know, Randy just wasn't doing well when he came mm-hmm. from the Raiders to two Patriots, and uh, he exploded. And if it's something similar to that, then that'll be good for Cam. If not, then he's done. If he doesn't do that good this year, nobody signed him, I don't think. Um, he, um, you know, signing for the minimum, for, for like you said, it would nobody else. He would he have signed. For that price with another team, one, probably not. But two, you know, Cam, like you said, if, if he does well, he'll get paid. Mm-hmm. If he does, then his career may could be over. 
The thing about this is that how many big time names and free agents have went to New England? Yeah, I and thought about none that of yesterday. Them, uh, almost think was one of the big. None ones of them of. have worked out. Um, almost every big name they signed. It's a different. It's a different system. Well, I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the play calls. I'm talking about the, the structure, the unselfishness, the, the patriot way, the, you know, you you know Randy had all success he did, but you know what he didn't do. He didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So Randy's the biggest one and biggest name, and he, and, and it didn't deliver uh, a Super Bowl. And their main cogs in their last few Super Bowls, Gronk and Brady, are down in Tampa. So if you close your eyes and say, all right, moving from Jared Stidham to Cam Newton might be a good move, but is is it a forward or backward move or sideways move from Brady to Cam and we don't know, maybe maybe just because of health? You know, what do you, what do you think as far as so, – because usually that's how you usually look at your team. You're like, well, last year we had this quarterback, so we had Brady, and we, went, we won 10 games. Well, how many can this team win with Cam Newton? Everybody keeps saying 9-7, and 9-7. Seven, and seven. Mm-hmm. They're in um, – the, the only one that's going to be a contender is, is the Bills Yeah, with them. So um, I would say the Bills and the Patriots are probably know, pretty – I picked the Jets to make the playoffs yesterday. I just don't see that <laughs> i just don't see it I, I don't even um i mean if they win that division yes mm-hmm. because you get automatic for winning your division but record wise in the, in the afc i don't i don't see that that's that's a tough division all right so let's talk fit and not fit with cam and the patriots so fit wise um Belichick, off his te- teams, whether anyone wants to admit or not, except the 15-1 team that didn't win the Super Bowl, most of his teams are defensive teams. It's defensive-led. It's defensive. This is why we won the ball game. Um, you know, they beat the – was it the Rams this past time? They, and it was 13-6 to or something like that, like the lowest-scoring game ever. Um, so, to me, it's a defensive thing, and, and Belichick will relish getting to run a ball-control offense. Yes, he will. Because um, Brady was running a ball control passing offense. This is going to have to be set up totally different. So Cam's going to be able to run the same thing, but they can't, and I don't think they will, you know, rely on him to run. What's What's funny or weird to me, Zach, what I've always wondered in Carolina, is when you go into when you go into film study, how many times was Cam pointed out as having a bad day? How many times did the coaches say, Cam, this is a bad pass. Cam, this is a bad decision. Cam, don't do this. Don't do that. That's coming in New England. Oh, it's coming. That was that's one of the complaints that Brady would have and Gronk would have. They would have a great day at the great day. They would win. But on Mondays during film got session, ripped. everybody got ripped. Oh yeah. It's everybody got not not hey guys, you, you need to do better. Clean it up. You suck. <clears throat> so and that was one of the things that they always talked about is that it was kind of demoralizing playing with them is that, you know, they, they, it was a workman's attitude where every single thing needed to be fixed immediately. So with that, what I mean by that, how will Cam react to that, being called out in front of all the other grown men in that locker room and Belichick saying this pass sucked? Yeah. And, it's, it, it, you know. Because he's going to do it. Even in a in a workplace environment, there's there's a couple of different management styles, and you got one that is the is the encourager. Uh, says, hey man, you messed right. it up. Let's clean that up. You know, you'll get it next time. We're kind of encourage you. Then you got the person that's like Belichick. We're talking about, and it's like, you can have a great day. You could probably, uh, uh, 
the whole day at work is awesome. You might have messed up a few mm-hmm. things, and that's what they're going to focus on. That's what they're going to say. They're not going to see yeah. the big picture, and, and you got people like that. Some people do not uh, do well under that kind of uh, management or leadership. <laughs> so Rivera is more like, I would say, as long as it's working, it's okay. And Belichick is more as perfectionist. Let's do it like I said because we know this works. Right. At and what then, point does Cam say, this dude's won six Super Bowls, I need to listen or do what he says? Or does Cam do that? And, and I, I, yeah, I think about Rivera, you know, one thing, he was a player before. Mm-hmm. So he, could, he, he understands both sides. Belichick might not. And then the interesting thing about Rivera is he came out yesterday or the day before. Did you see his comment that uh, – I think he did well. I think he'll do well. I, I wouldn't have had a problem taking him. Uh, we just had uh, Dwayne Haskins here, and we just kind of went the other way. I thought that was really odd now that he's saying that. Why didn't he say that in the very beginning? Uh, I, think, I think he went uh, the high road on that. I don't think – you haven't heard Ron Rivera say, I don't know anything bad about any player, whether it's opposing team or, or anybody else. He, he gets fired up sometimes. He, he gets mad. He's gotten mad at the media a couple of times and the fans a couple of times, but I don't know if I've ever seen him, you know, really get into a player like that. And, and that's what my question was, Zach. Do you, do you think that Cam ever got called out in the Panthers' film studies and film rooms? Like the way he's going – I'll go ahead and say this. He never got called out the way he's about to get called out. I'm anywhere, worried he ever got called anywhere. out at all. I'm worried he's ever he's never been critiqued at all in that sense because – uh, again, when he was voted the MVP, one of the things I said about it was that's the worst thing that could have happened to him because he still needed improvement in his game. Yeah. MVP does not mean you don't you, you're 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 at the best you'll ever be, and and if you think that, that's when you falter, and that's what I thought. Cam had two ways to go about that MVP. So if you win that MVP and barely lose the Super Bowl, Zach. And the only really weakness in your game is completion percentage and accuracy. Wouldn't you work on that? And it never got fixed. It, and and the people say the last the last few games he was doing well with North Term in the sixty percent range, and he was. But then again, when you tell someone you're the MVP, you're the best player in the game, and then I come to you and say you need to change your game, how are you going to react to that? Yeah. People aren't going to. It don't matter who it is. I'm not just saying Cam and Jim. Just anybody. Who are you going to tell you need to change your game? Because it's working. But and, and, and you're voted is, is yeah, and you're voted the MVP. I'd be so. like, uh, you know, even us, you know, at the grocery store, if I if I'm doing and I'm making, you know, mid level to upper level numbers, and then somebody says, you know what, you here's here's how they would have to 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 approach that, and I'm I'm using it in in the grocery business. They would have to come to me and say, you run great numbers all the time, like your numbers are better than average, mm-hmm. but you have you have hit your ceiling. Mm-hmm. And until you get through that ceiling, you got to change your approach. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. For it? so you go to Cam and say, "Look, you have better than average numbers. You're, you know, you're you're 15, you know, top up from that, mm-hmm. and you just had the MVP. But you're you you're, you've hit your ceiling with that style, so you're gonna have to." I always thought clean he up. could. I always thought Cam had the ability to be the greatest player, football player that we've ever had, because of his the way he's built. Same so thing with his, LeBron. He had the body, both of them, the style. Uh, there's a there's a will to win, a will to change your game, to a point to where where, where you win. So it, it, what I mean by that is 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 early Jordan first seven years dunking on everybody, scoring on everybody. You know y'all can't stop me. Let's go. That's Cam early years to me. Mm-hmm. 
Jordan didn't start winning championships till what? He started doing the post play, the fadeaways, the jumpers, the mid range. You can't, you know, wherever I'm out on the court, you can't guard me. To me, that's where Cam needs. That's that's Cam's completion percentage thing. If you can up that completion percentage to 65, 67, then you're going to be almost unstoppable to guard. Mm-hmm. And that's where Jordan was to where, yeah, if he drives to the what, – what did they do he, when he drove to the basket? They just fouled him. Yeah. We're, we're, going, we're going to make you shoot the free throws instead of dunk on you. And then to me, the Cams and, and, and the LeBron, LeBron never, LeBron never got the aggressive offensive gene that Jordan and, and the, had to where he's going to take over the game. And, and to me, Cam never sit there and said, yes, I'm good. But I could be the, could be great, and it never went to that spot to me. You know, you look at Roethlisberger uh, mm-hmm. with his size. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Cam's as big or bigger than Roethlisberger. Uh, pretty much exact same size. Uh, but he's got a better body. Cam's oh, yeah. got a better body. Oh yeah. Cam is more athletic, and he has more upside. Uh, he would have been a better Ben Roethlisberger than everybody. I think everybody's gonna throw Ben Roethlisberger in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, he's won so, two Super Bowls. So you're gonna, you know, I think he would have been a bigger, better Ben Roethlisberger. That's my mm-hmm. my, my take on it because Ben can run a little bit. Ben was hard to tackle. Nobody wanted to tackle Ben, and nobody wanted to tackle Cam. So, uh, and then you talking about uh, did he, was he willing to yeah. was he critiqued? Ben? It says Cam six five two forty five, Ben six five two forty one, same size. Yeah, and you think one's fatter and one's one's ripped. <laughs> um, you think. He's always been able to, and, and most of these athletes are, uh, always been able to win on pure talent. Mm-hmm. Any level he was at, he well, could win right. on pure talent. Right. And that that's the running thing to me is that as far as in the NFL goes, what you just said is, is, is 100% right. In high school, you've seen, some, you've seen the players around here. Darren Roseburg is bigger than everybody out there. Destroys them. Justin Foster is bigger than everybody out there. They get to college, they're the same size or smaller. And then, everybody then you on have their to learn line. Techniques. On their line, yeah. Uh, so, uh, and, and I got this sheet here perfectly uh, kind of describes, we'll talk about just a little bit, about how hard it is to make it uh, in the NFL, uh, to the NFL, just to appear. Uh, in a game, no matter what success you have in high school, or how good you are in high school, or how big or strong you are, it, even in high school, you get to the, you, then you get to the college ranks, and and you got to beat those guys out. Then the NFL, so it's so tough. And and so with Cam's, all right, another thing with Cam Zach that he's going to have to change. What about the interviews? How New England does interviews? They don't answer questions. Their players <laughs> will not answer most questions that that are asked from the media. How will that be, A, how will Cam do that? And then, B, will the media not scrutinize it when he is not trying not to answer questions and they have a bad game and, you know, he's going to be pissy. And then he's not supposed to be answering questions because of the Patriots. So it's going to look it's going to look bad when they lose is what, is what I'm saying. If, uh, if, he is, if he comes out and he wins a starting job, that's, that's your first if. Mm-hmm. And if he gets on the field – they 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 if they're smart they're going to put a team around him to to coach him mm-hmm. to for questions that's going to come up and stuff like how to answer stuff and uh and try to help him transition um from to the next level of what he's if he's going to make it to the next level of what he's going to be because if he does well there well do you do you think this think about and think about Belichick. He's not going to let Cam or like, I don't know about let, I don't know how that's going to, the words are. Folks, in training camp, 
practices and stuff in the in the fan fest that 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 fans are allowed to go to. Cam would throw a pass and then go start the wave and go talk to fans while the other two guys are throwing their passes. That's not. I don't see that happen in New England. Mm-mm, do you no, see he, him? That's not, that's not do you see Cam starting the wave during no. practice no. between reps? And, and, and I don't think he's going to have Ron that. Rivera let him do that. I don't think he's going to have that freedom uh, because he's not. So how happy is Cam going to be without having? To me, the matchup, the matchup on the field, or, or the works pretty good, I think, because of the way Belichick coaches. But the off the field. The flamboyancy, the the look at me, the it's not is that the Patriot way, is is starting the wave the quarterback starting the wave on, on Belichick's list of quarterback skills, is the only reason Belichick signed him because he did get him at minimum wage, and because obviously if he wanted him he would have went and got him earlier for something and he'd give up a six round pick or something. Kyle it, Allen got a fifth. It come up yesterday that they chose him over Colin Kaepernick. Mm. And the only reason they chose him over Colin Kaepernick is because Kaepernick's been out of the league for so long. So, yes. Um, and if Kaepernick went about out for a shorter time, I bet they went with Kaepernick. You know, um, as far as both of them are concerned, Kaepernick's been out of the league so long. It's, it's probably four years now. He wasn't that great when he was there. So, you know... Every year it's went, I've I've thought that it's not going to happen. He's got an overall losing record, Zach. Yeah, like, uh, hap- they, that first year he had a really they had a really bad team, and then he got uh, Jim Harbaugh, and I think they exploded. Went to the uh, NFC. Might went to the Super Bowl. They did. They, they, played, they played against his brother. You know, no, you know who he got beat by? In the John Super Bowl? Harbaugh. Yeah, Joe Flacco. Yeah, who everybody for the last five years, everybody who's got on TV has said Joe Flacco is not elite, not good. And Joe Flacco's won 10 playoff games. Everybody says Aaron Rodgers is the greatest or could be one of the greatest. Uh, Joe Flacco's won – Aaron Rodgers won 10 playoff games. They've won the same number of playoff games. Joe Flacco won it since Aaron Rodgers. And he's won more Super Bowls, I believe. They both won won one. I thought they won two. Trent Dilfer won the first one. (laughs) Flacco only got one. So – Flacco and Aaron Rodgers. Flacco has beat Brady twice, Roethlisberger twice. I know Roethlisberger wants Manning twice, Eli Manning. I know he didn't beat Eli. Sorry, not Eli. Colin Kaepernick. Flacco is tenth all time in playoff wins. Yeah, he's got a he's got well, like, he's got a, he's win got a great he's got a, winning yeah. record. He does. And what my point of it is, is that it is amazing to me the perception that the national media, and with the way politics is, you can, it, it, it's it's creeped over into sports where you're starting to realize and want to see it more. Because in politics, you'd watch a channel and know, well, this is this side of you, this is this side of you. In sports, it was never supposed to be a side of you. It was supposed to be neutral. And you get into these things, like like with Trout and, and, and the Kaepernick thing, or not necessarily Kaepernick, the quarterbacks. You can watch TV and they'll say, Eli, no good. Flacco, no good. But we need, why is nobody signed Kaepernick? Huh? So the guys that beat that guy are no good, but the guys that uh, but that guy needs to come back. Kaepernick's got a losing record. You talk about his – he actually started out, Zach, 5-2, and 12-4, and four, went to the Super Bowl. Then the next year is 8-8, eight and eight, mm-hmm. the next year 2-6, and six, and the next year 1-10. So his last 19 games, he was 3-16. and 16. 
How many quarterbacks in the NFL, no matter what their name is, if Eli Manning went 3-16, and 16, how quick would the hook have been on that? He was going 7-9 and nine and winning eight games every year, and people were wanting and him to And a Super Bowl. And a Super Bowl. <laughs> and Joe Flacco. So, like, even if we talk about, you know, it's been four years since Kaepernick even played, it's been seven since he's been in the Super Bowl. Seven years. Because we talk about how far, how long it's been since Cam won the MVP. Mm-hmm. That's five. Um, right. So you it's, know, it, everybody it, remembers, you know, that that Cam year. And like I said, I'm, you know, one well, of the biggest Panther fans around here. And I was, I, I was a fresh air to get Bridgewater here. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the the fact of the matter? The fact that Cam's at, um, crap. I was I was trying to pull something up on him. Um, and I've got I've got a buddy uh, uh, that just is still beside himself that that Cam's not a Panther, and he's really beside himself after the Patriots signed him. Well, <laughs> I don't know what. And I'm like, you know, we're getting Teddy. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think you're getting a, a better passer. Yeah, and, step and, one, you're getting a better. Passer. And he's he's going to have the same skill set. So right. So are you? So to ask a Panthers fan, but one, would you? If if I could tell you, just close your eyes, not say names or anything else. And I'm going to give you a quarterback who's a better passer than your current quarterback, but he's not going to run like it is. But you've got a running back. You just drafted sixth, fourth, fifth, whatever it is overall. Do you need the quarterback to run for a thousand yards? No, because then you're going to lose. You know, he he's going to get hurt, and then uh, then you tell me that that quarterback set under Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll take him in a heartbeat. He he seems like a smart kid. I mean, he done really well in Minnesota. I'll, I'll take him in a heartbeat. <laughs> well. Um, so, you know, we said it's been seven years since Kaepernick played in the league. I mean, uh, one, one went to the Super Bowl. Seven years since Kaepernick went to the Super Bowl. Andrew Luckzak only played six years. I know, that's surprising. So, folks, think about what we're saying. Andrew Kaepernick hasn't made been to, won a playoff game and been to the Super Bowl in seven years. Cam hasn't won a playoff game since the year he made the Super Bowl, Zach. 15. So he hasn't even, not only has he not won a, people say, well, he won the MVP in 2015. But nobody ever brings up, well, the last five years he hasn't won a single playoff game. So what's the excuse for that one? And his playoff record, I mean, his, uh, his uh, overall record has been horrible. He's got a losing playoff record. Cam's 3-4 and four in the playoffs. And, and, I, and you know what? I, I but he's got a winning in the regular season. I attribute some of that to Ron Rivera, too. Uh, and everybody, you know, is having a fit because Ron, you know, got got out of here. And, and Ron's a likable guy, right? Well, 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 Zach. Here's my thing on the playoffs. You always play good teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's think about this. If I'm the Dallas Cowboys or the Redskins, and I play the Panthers once a year, <laughs> you hit your elbow. Zach's little boys in, <laughs> in the house today. Um, what was that? What was the last thing I just said? Uh, if you was playing, you know Dallas, oh, you're yeah, playing okay. the Panthers. So if you're the Cowboys, you're playing the Panthers, right? You play them once a year. It, especially if you're an AFC team and playing the Panthers once a year and once every four years. So if I'm coming to play you guys, when you play a football team, you what do you want the quarterback to do when he when he goes back to pass? The, the you want to force him to dump it to the running back, right? You don't want him to throw it deep. You want him throwing. Dicing up your defense, you want him the last, You want him to either. Of course, you want sack incomplete, but the the thing you'll take more than anything is the swing pass to the running back. Do that all day. <clears throat> or what's your other thing? Scramble. 
Now, the scramble drill is, is hard on the, on defenses, but if you scramble the whole time, how many, Zach, how many scrambling quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl? I mean, we don't have any, really. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson got, got one maybe, one. maybe Steve Young. Doug Williams. But in Steve Young's, he set the record for touchdown passes. Yeah, no, it wasn't like his, so, that was so, his main goal. Right. He so Steve could. Young could run. He could. Back in the day, but it, he didn't. And to and that and that to me is the difference on, on on Teddy and Cam for you guys, is that listen running's good running's nice it's almost a luxury and the bad thing about it is it being a luxury, <clears throat> no team has ever designed their offense around the quarterback running in the NFL. We're gonna do this. We're gonna run first, not second. I mean, I mean, not, you know what I mean. Like this is what we're gonna do. So, it, once you get to the playoffs, you're playing good defenses. So they are designed to make you check it down to the wide receiver, make the quarterback run it. Most of our DVs can probably cover if we've got a good defense. So they're putting pressure on the quarterback to do things that they normally don't and can't do. So these running running quarterbacks, whether it's the Kaepernick's, the Wilson's, whoever, they get in the playoffs, what do they all have in common? Great defenses. Every single one of them had a great defense to go with them because they have to run the ball, run the clock, and – and when you get to the playoffs, these defenses are really, really good. How many teams in the NFL, Zach, or, or just if ever, are you going to run down their throats for, for points? You're gonna, you, how many, when's the last time you saw a team just put 35 or 40 on the board just running the ball? Yeah, and if you are going to run the football, you're going to have to have a really good defense on your other side to stop what they got. And when, when the Panthers come up against Denver, they come up against the, the – it was a perfect storm. Because they had the cam neutralizer. Von Miller was the neutralizer. And DeMarcus Ware. Yeah, he had so two defensive ends. It, 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 he, was, he was stuck. Uh, and then they had uh, an overall great defense. And then, mm-hmm. you think about this. You remember when uh, the Ravens had Trent Dilfer, as you mentioned, he was just managing the team? They had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time just managing the offense. That's all Peyton was doing. He didn't have to. Oh, you talking about the Broncos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that year that they run up against them. They had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time just being Trent Dilfer, not screwing it up. All right, I'm going to frame this in a way to see if you can answer it the way I want you to, but we'll see. Probably mm-hmm. won't, but if uh, Tom Brady's the GOAT, right? Mm-hmm. And Peyton struggled beating him time after time. And his brother's 2-0 and against Peyton. His brother's got... Uh, MVP, Super Bowl MVPs, two of them, I believe. Um, I know he's got two Super Bowls. Peyton beat Rex Grossman and Cam Newton. (laughs) And the one he beat Cam in, the defense shut the the Panthers down, and Peyton didn't, it's like he went off. He's not the reason they won that game. So, Peyton is not the reason they won the game against the Panthers. He's not the reason they won the game against Rex Grossman and the, and the and his, his sorry ass. But but Eli, you could say him and the defense, respectively, were the reasons that that they won. And he beat Brady twice. Which one had a better career? Yeah, I, I've always <laughs> I would put Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame. No no questions asked. Yeah, two two Super Bowl wins and the longevity uh, of starting. Uh, and I would put him in. You win two Super Bowls. I mean, come on. And I think, but I like giving the Peyton fans heck, because saying that Peyton Eli <laughs> was more successful. Peyton had a lot of trouble with Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brady never had to go against Belichick. No. 
Peyton could a not. Gift budget. And, and Peyton was really good. Like mm-hmm. Peyton w- would get out there and he called plays on the field. Mm-hmm. So w- they were playing checkmate, him and Belichick all the time. And mm-hmm. then uh, Peyton did not have that it gene where when the time was on the line that he would shine a lot of times. A lot of times he went the other way. Peyton, you know what drove me crazy about Peyton was the uh, he didn't throw spirals. Oh yes, ducks. That drives especially me crazy, for, especially for the Broncos. It, it used to drive me crazy. I'm just glad we're at a point where we're not talking about him being the greatest anymore. And, and I don't think he, you know, I mean, <laughs> I was never on the Peyton Man, uh, Manning bandwagon. I think he had a super great mind, right? Um, and I think he's he, outstanding at that. He, I think he could read defense. Mm-hmm. I think he could put the ball where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. When I mean. He was not the the athletic Agreed. type. And that's, that's that's why I look at Peyton. Uh, I I would take hands down. I, most people would do this, but because of the gene that Tom Brady's got, that when the time is on, he's gonna he's gonna deliver. That's why I would take Brady. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm not a Brady fan, but I wouldn't bet against him. You just uh, that your quarterbacks that you want, you want him to think well, we're gonna score no matter yep. what. I just need the defense to stop a Stop the stop the other team just a few times, just just please. Um, and, you know, uh, again, Kaepernick hasn't played in seven years. I mean, hasn't made the Super Bowl and or made won a playoff game in seven years. Cam Newton hasn't won a playoff game in five years, and Andrew Luck retired after only six years. So Andrew Luck's whole career could be in that empty space of Colin Kaepernick and. Cam Newton's playoff droughts, put it that way. Um, so, uh, like, you just can't count. You just can't think that everything's going to be okay. Like, like, say, you know, if you bring him back, Zach, looking at looking at Kaepernick, okay. I'll bring up his his best completion percentage of his career was sixty two percent in his second year, two thousand twelve. Are you? I, is he going to come in and be better than that? And, and no. the question is 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 there's a couple things that come up on that is. The speed of the game. Is he still fast? Yes, that's the speed of the game. I remember the the one I liked watching him is uh, his escapability, and when he got out, uh, he was like a deer. He kind of right, he like had a long deer. Legs. I, I, Yeah, he just looked like a deer run. I, I like to watch him uh, play, and I like to watch Russell Wilson. Um, Russell Wilson's the the opposite, total opposite of that. He's really small. He's really compact. He's mm-hmm. really hard to see, and he's elusive and. He's he like, throws a good ball. He's like uh, Emmett or Barry. Yeah, and, 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 at quarterback. At quarterback. and he throws. He throws a really with good his, football with his legs. Um, What's see Russell and, and Mahomes play baseball, and they, you see those sidearm throws in basketball. That's what that is. Um, and then you got your balance too. So uh, Kaepernick's. Let's see, last I, I said that wrong. He made the playoffs the year. After going, they made the playoffs at eight and eight. Then the I think next they made, year, I might well, think they went to the NFC Championship. They did. They beat the Panthers and the Packers, uh, scoring. <laughs> his team scored twenty three, twenty three, and seventeen, all below NFL average score. Yeah. So you, you don't needed score your defense. Twenty four. A lot of times, you're not going to win the football. Twenty four is the NFL yeah. average uh, throughout the history of time. Yeah. So any, for some any, odd reason, I mean, I always think if you people say there's scoring, more scoring or, or less scoring, it's never changed. It's always no, it's 23 style. to 25. It's different style. You only got so much time in the game. Right. And and you're going to have different style. And right now, it's just the air attack. It's going to come back around. There's going to be this amazing running back that shows up, a big offensive line, a great defense, and it's going to change everything. 
There's going to be a Shaq that shows back up in the NBA, and I can't wait. That's that's the one that's going to – you're right about that. It's going to change some stuff. Okay, go pee. <laughs> <laughs> just set it up there set it and down take your headset off, okay? All right, Zach, so let me read you the Patriots' uh, schedule this year. Just anywhere, anywhere in the floor. Here, Put it us. in the floor. All there right. you go. All right. All right. Um, let's see if Zach, if you went, Zach, give me win losses. Yeah, for let's these. do win loss because we did the Panthers, and they're, they're, I think they're going to be better than people think they. Are. I think the Panthers win six or seven games. I, I said seven. I might have said six. six I'm, or more, seven. I'm concerned about well, the the defense is might not be good, and and you got a new coach. So <laughs> we we drafted. That, that, I, that, I loved our draft as much as the you know. The, yeah, I, I, do. I, I, I do didn't too. like that coach. I, I that's the best draft that I think we've ever. We'll see how it pans out, but that's the best draft I think we have. If you if you want to fix something. Why don't you just focus on it? Well, in two years, think about it. if if you got a seven year deal in, in two years, you pick this first year you pick seven defensive players, okay? Well, next year if you pick five linemen, you're building your team. Your team's been it's not building, it's built. And and and, and then now yours. and then now you fill in the holes with the with the stars. Uh, they but, could be yeah. really good in a couple of years. But teams, the Saints teams, are be teams down. make the mistakes of drafting for need and. And, and taking For a chance now. on a guy instead of saying, "Hey, we need seven defenders that can play," and and they went out and did it. And I, I know I, we're going to do win loss, but you think about it. I mean, the Saints are going on the downtrend. They, they've lost. Uh, Breeze is going to be gone, and then then the Bucks are going to lose Brady. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Falcons are Ryan's getting older. Panthers are going to be sitting pretty. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, home New England against the Dolphins. Tua yeah. in in week one. Against Cam. I don't think Tua plays this year. So who's going to win? Uh, Patriots. Miami at, I mean, geez, Patriots at Seahawks. I'll say they lose that game. Raiders at New England. I'm going to say they lose that game. At New England, no, they're going to win it. I just don't want them losing to Foxborough. I like the Raiders this year. Uh,. Patriots in Kansas City. Oh, that's a loss. Home against the Broncos. I think they win that. Home against the 49ers. This lose. is Cam Newton, remember, not Tom yeah, Brady. They're going to lose. That defense is good for I just think their defense will be really good. New England at Buffalo. They're going to lose. New England at the Jets. Win. New England versus at home versus the Ravens. Loss. At Houston. Win. Home versus the Cardinals. Win. Three straight road games. At Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Win. At Los Angeles Rams. Loss. At Miami Dolphins. Week 15. Win. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll home win. Buffalo, lose. Home Jets, win. Nine to seven. Yeah, that's what I pegged them in my mind to be this year. Yeah, the Patriots at nine and seven and that could win the division. <laughs> you know, I don't know that. <sighs> what a disastrous division. I mean, of, they, of and crap. that's another reason that they've been so good for so long because yeah. they have no beat nobody. <laughs> Can you name a good quarterback in that division over the last twenty years? <laughs> that's what's so bad. Think about it. 
who who replaced Dan Marino? Nobody. Who replaced Jim Kelly? Nobody. Who replaced Joe Namath? <laughs> Nobody. Pennington and Sanchez made a bunch of AFC Championship games together. If he had a better quarterback, they would have won. Think so. I think Rex Ryan's a good quarterback uh, coach. Yeah, they I might be wrong, but Pennington and Mark I like Sanchez. Pennington was just limited. I just like I liked him. He just couldn't. He just wasn't. He was a great college and decent NFL quarterback. Now, who you know who maybe reminds me of? I don't know if you remember this name or not. And he didn't make it in the NFL. I thought he would have a chance, but he didn't. Chris Keldorf. Remember the name, but Tar Heel quarterback in in the late nineties when they. Went ten and one that year. Get lost Florida State. He was the quarterback. Was that, that the year. one that we had Peppers? Mm. Nah, uh, Peppers. Or was that the ninety eight? That was the ninety eight yeah. team that we was top ten. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we were top ten, and then we got. Remember that was the year, and this is when I when you I have realized to win the championship. This is when I realized college football was full of crap and bullshit. Uh, as a child, so forgot he was sitting. He got his headphones on. Um, was. Uh, uh, Florida State was still ranked ahead of Carolina at one point. I think they were, and they had one a loss, and Carolina didn't, or yeah, something like that. It was. And then Carolina lost to them, and then what? Either, either way, what I what I realized about college sports is that uh, your name matters in football on the voting as opposed to what you actually do on the field. Um, nothing will ever make me more crazy or mad that you can win a game on Saturday and then Monday you vote and say you're not better than this team. Did we just not play? Did we just not have? A competition. What's the point of having the actual competitions if you're not going to say who's the winner anyway? Might as well flip cards or, or, or whatever and, and pick the winner. So, yeah, I, I, that one drove me crazy. That was, a, that was really good football team we had that year, too. All right, let's see. Let's uh, see if there's any other NFL news and notes. I think we're good. Uh, so, Cam9 and 7 says, Zach, uh, in New England, will he work out? What will he have to change? Is We'll see. All right, so let's click on a couple of baseball things real quick. Uh, did you watch races Sunday, by the way, or this weekend, by the way? Uh, no, I did not. I want to see just in case because, of course, Rob only got one of them in. I'm going to have to get up and go to the bathroom in a second, Zach, so you're going to have to handle something for a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Everything you know about Major League Baseball's 2020 start. <clears throat> I don't care about shrink. There's a lot of the stuff I really don't care about as far as a fan. is about figuring out who's staying where and, and all all those details. My biggest concern, Zach, with all of this, and I'll let you go on it as I go to the bathroom and see what you think, is where do we draw the line on are we stopping the season, keeping a player from – is a player kicked out of the season if he if he has it? Is a whole team kicked out or quarantined for two weeks and you just take all losses? Um, what are the rules and steps that each team and league, I think, are going to look at? And how are they going to handle that, you know, the bubble and all that other stuff? Um, baseball, basketball, football in general, what do you think as far as – I'll say this. I wish they would draw the line before it started. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if we get ten cases, we're done with the season. Or you talking about the? You talking about the every? Not just one just team. Just in general, you're talking about in you know, In general, Total. all the sports, all the sports, all the teams, and everything. Where should, where should teams, sports, draw the line, or what should they do? Because right now we don't have any games. 
and nobody and we don't know who has what and what has who. So where do you if you start the season back up, when do you say we're done? Yeah, and I you know, you look at racing, uh racing started first, but the the model with racing is that they uh they had their protocols in place, uh but they're not as touch and go as is baseball baseball's gonna be a little bit less than football and basketball baseball might be able to get away with it a little bit more because they're not in that five feet vicinity from each other nascar has a, a perfect uh storm for their self where they can get in the car they got their helmet on their people can be separated um so they're not going to show that many cases it could be interesting with baseball uh and basketball uh, so we'll see what happens. That's so what I was, I was telling people out there that, you know, we started with NASCAR, and NASCAR has got a good setup because the driver's in the car. Right. He's that, by that, himself. They're, they can keep separated. Baseball can – I think baseball have a better chance at it than football and basketball because they're not rubbing up against each other mm-hmm. for the most part. You see, you know, they're separated. It's going to come in interesting when they get together. And uh, if if you have if, if you have an outbreak in one team, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go- – they're going to shut it down. Whole team or the whole league? I think. I think if one one team gets an outbreak, then the rest of the teams like I don't want no part of that, and they're not going to want to play. I I, 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 I think the players are going to feel. That's what I do. I, I don't. I don't know. Honestly, if you, I mean, one hundred percent, I don't think we're playing any sports this year. It ain't looking good. I don't think we're playing anything. I'm just glad we got NASCAR. I, besides that and, and golf. golf, but they can keep separating golf. The too. separated sports, the tennis. The golf, the you know, you know, all of that, Zach is is to me that the the pros can get back to it and do what they do. The problem is is if you're attendance based, so the so it goes from top down. So that's why minor league baseball is canceled. These major sports can survive on the TV deals. Yeah. The minor league baseball, the low racing leagues, the, and things like that will have trouble. Uh, the the Gaston Grizzlies season has been canceled, so the independent leagues are canceled because the, these guys rely on attendance. Um, I don't think I, I, PGA can probably survive paying their players and 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 not not having attendance. And, and in fact, PGA, you've got eighteen holes, Zach. You could almost do some type of system where only a certain number of fans, you can only go to the back nine or the front nine or something like that. You could do that. Um, there's different ways they could probably do that in golf and add fans. Um, but you're 100% right. And, and one thing I want to point out as far as high school goes, how are you going to tell the kids, we we're going back to school, okay? But you guys have to be five feet apart or six feet, whatever the hell the magical distance is. We're going to rotate. Some of the proposals have been rotating days. So as a, as a parent of, of a child, and, and if you miss a day of school and the school loses their mind, you missed a day of school, oh, my God, your child is dumb now. Now they're going to sit there and tell you, it's okay, we we'll go every other, other day. day. We'll go every other day and online. <laughs> Talking out both sides of our mouth on a lot of this. but uh, <laughs> That's just like the logic if you go to a restaurant, okay? You have to... Put your mask on to go in the restaurant to sit down. Yes. Once you sit down, you can take said mask off, and you right. can sit there for three hours. Then right. you put said mask on and go pee. Right. 
So I guess they don't want you walking by people. It don't is work. That the, the ma- the, I mean, I guess the, the, the virus knows when it, uh, when it works and when it doesn't work. Well, and then well, the another one was when, when, when Cooper made his decree, and we're in North Carolina, uh, about 5 o'clock on Friday. So at 445, I'm good. But at 5 o'clock, the virus starts back up. <laughs> It's the same thing with the school. It's crazy and, and, and like, you know, <laughs> we, we've talked about, me and Mandy talked about homeschooling him. Mm-hmm. Because. You don't know. He's seven. Your son's uh, eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Belle's, what, six? She, this should be her first year of kindergarten. And, uh, is that not going to be a traumatizing experience? If that's a, Kindergarten's hard to go into in the first place. Yeah. If they're separating everybody and don't touch this person. And, you know, we recommend you wear a mask. They're not going to make the little kids wear them, but they're going to recommend them. Now, he, he likes his mask. Go, so I'm okay, you know, but. <laughs> Uh, he thinks he's Batman or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> that might be something that would, you know, you know, thinking in my head just now, you might have to do something with these masks if if you can put them on kids to make them something that they want to wear, like PJ mask or something. But uh, so it's going to be a traumatizing experience for him anyway. And uh, we we talked about even keeping him home. It's hard to when when you get di- disinformation from. All types of places. Or, or, it's not even disinformation. It's, it's facts. You know, you tell us one day that I need a mask to protect myself, but then the next day it's only protect others, and the next day nobody needs them. The next day everybody needs them. And then, well, if six, if if I, if I have a mask, why do I need to be six feet apart? If I got six feet apart, why do I need a mask? Which one works? Which one doesn't? It's all just ridiculously contradiction. And then, my, and then so you got these kids, Zach, you're going to tell them to come back to school, skip every day, but on Friday nights you can tackle each other. Someone, just anybody. I love football. I love sports. High school but football that, is my favorite time of the year. But that don't make any sense whatsoever. You can't tell me that we're not allowed to touch each other at all in school. And then we're going. But I can tackle you on Friday night. Explain that. Someone explain that at all. You, you what they need to be preparing for, honestly, is playing flag football or or nothing in in, in the fall. And, and this is my proposal to Rob on Monday. Is that is in the fall, why don't they play the tennises, the golfs, the single-person sports where you don't touch anybody and you don't – just put all the single-player sports in the fall. And then if you don't play on the golf team, you're not letting the golf team down. You're, you, it's an individual thing. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, I was on a golf team, but I never thought we were a team. We're right. not teammates. Nobody's you, making my putts for me. Right. So – same thing with the cross country track a lot of this stuff could be could be done without you know the contact sports being pushed to you know you push them push basketball and football are the main ones okay push them to the spring um because we got to choose one thing one of two things it seems to me don't i I see if you agree we're either going to play with the virus out there or we're not going to because once you start mixing we are we are not we're going to do by situation, then all things are confusing and up in the air. So either treat it like mono, where if you get it, you're done for a week or two or whatever it is. But not the whole league, not the whole system. So you either do it that way, or you say, if one person gets it, we're all done. And the, and then that's what I mean by when, when high schools, they've got decisions to be made on this because how do you tell how do you make high school kids under 18 or whatever go out there and play football? When well, I'm going to give, show you this list right here, and the odds of you making are zero. Yeah, and then you're going to have the parents. That's mm-hmm. the second option. The parents is going to be, I don't want you to play, or I do want you parents to play. Parents might not want you. If, if, if you're the 
honestly, if you're if you're second string, if you're on a team, let's say you're on a team that's not that good, you're a starter. But let's say you're the I mean, people forget there's 11 players on each side of the ball. If I'm the eighth best defender on my team, or we're going to win two games, is it worth me playing football? No. I wouldn't have played it best for my senior year under this situation. I would have played basketball and baseball, but I wouldn't have played football because it's not. It wouldn't have been worth it to me. The the hard work, dedication, effort putting into it to not win any games, to be the eighth person out there. Then I might get sick. A lot of those kids, I don't think, uh, are gonna are gonna want to play. The one A schools might have some problems, and the two A's, some of them might have them as well. One other thing, Zach, that I'm already seeing across on the internet and everybody talking about is if North Carolina doesn't have sports and South Carolina does, these kids are transferring. Have you thought about that at all? So they're no, getting – If are, you are – let's just say they're you're – They're your senior. Let's just say if you're Spikes or Bullard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, dude, this is going to cost me college, you know, uh, spots. And I'm going. They're, if, they're if getting calls from South this, Carolina schools. If you're this. And, and there's some college coaches in South Carolina. <laughs> or any North of Carolina, no. I'm well, sorry. I'm sorry. Right. There, is, there is old North Carolina coaches well, you don't have to in be a, South Carolina. You don't have to be a pro to go to go play down there. The, the, the thing thing about it is that, you know, it is a, it can be a stepping stone to, to college and, and, and getting into and going places. Um, so that's another. If you're a senior, yeah, I, I 100% see going to South Carolina to play, especially if you're on one of these – these county line schools across the edge. Listen, Zach, I've, I've, I'm seeing all kinds of complaints from Crest and Shelby folks. Oh, I'm sure already. Kings Mountain's right on the line as well. Um, Cleveland County, and, and but the thing about this, folks, you, and, and I want to remind everybody: if we don't play, and the kids go to South Carolina, that's good for the kids. Please don't complain and bitch because you can't watch high school football this year. I know you want to. I want to. I want to broadcast the games. But if the kids transfer, please do not be mad at the kids for doing what's best for them. Um, I'm going to go through this list of, of NFL players who used to play in local high schools, Zach. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we talk about giving back to the schools. I don't know if any of these people have ever given back to the schools. I would have to look it up. I don't know. I know a lot of these They names. could have. They may have. But I sure as hell don't know any of these schools, any of these players, none of their football fields or, or gyms are named after any of these people. None of them have given millions back or anything. And they may have may have not made any millions. Um, but, the, but the thing is, you know, you, you sit there in, in a long time and, <laughs> and folks will go, it's the first. Um so, you know, you know, Zach, I, kids will transfer to this school or this school for this or that. Whatever reasons you you are transferring to a school, um, it shouldn't be because it's going to get you pro looking at the sheet. Um, if you want to win a state championship, maybe. If you want more playing time, you know, maybe that's your goal. If you want to be on a winning team as opposed to a losing team, um, different reasons for kids transferring. But to go pro uh, – it's not – I don't see it as advantageous at all. All right, in eight, we got 18 schools in our area, Zach. Twelve of them have had someone go pro. South Point, only one person in the history of the school 
He's one of my to favorite NC State players. Uh, he was a really good wide receiver. Corn Robinson was a running back, actually, at South Point. Went to NC State, uh, converted to wide receiver, uh, played in the NFL for, from 2001 to 2008. I believe he's actually part of that Rams team. He uh, might have played on that Rams team, maybe later. I can't he might have played a little bit later on that Rams. East Rutherford. Hasn't had a NFL player since 1973, the only player they've ever had. Ashbrook hasn't had a player since 1996. It's been 24 years since Ashbrook had a player show up in the NFL. Sean Boyd played one year uh, in 1996. Defensive back was a former Tar Heel. Their only other other player, Franklin Tate. I uh. I tell you, oh, crap, Zach. I'd love to pull this on the board for people to watch, but dang it. Mm. Wonder what I'd have to do. Go down the hall, find it. It'd take me probably seven, eight minutes. Um, Why you did? Why if you read over through them? I'll just get help. Tell you what. Let's see if I can find that quick. While you kind of go through them, don't read the Cleveland counties, or don't read I this top part of Cleveland County. Just read. Talk about Ashbrook, Huss, uh, Lincoln, RS Central, and Rutherford. And I'll be right back. Uh, Hunter Huss. Uh. Hunter Huss, Larry Holmes from 2012 to 2014. Uh, excuse me, not Larry Holmes, Lamar Holmes. Um, and then 1978 running back Rufus Crawford, RS Central Hilltoppers, Jermaine Pratt, linebacker 2019, uh, and Phil Forney, linebacker 1987. So they got the linebacker core going uh, at RS Central. Ashbrook. I think Kevin mentioned uh, 1996 with Sean Boyd, and then 1975 with Franklin Tate. Um, I think he told me to leave off the uh, Cleveland County for now. Uh, Lincoln Wolves, C.J. Wilson. I personally remember watching him, uh, one of my favorite high school players to watch. He was a quarterback for uh, the Lincoln Wolves, and he wound up being a cornerback. He actually went to NC State, I believe, and then he was a cornerback uh, – in the NFL. Uh, really enjoyed watching him. Dennis Bird, defensive end, 1968. Um, and then let's see who I have left out. Um, I think that's everybody. We're going to do the the Cleveland County in a minute, and I think we'll do the, the Besham City Yellow Jackets uh, shortly after that. So we've had some people uh, that made uh, the NFL from this area, and uh, I've enjoyed watching a lot of people. There's a lot of people I thought that uh, that could make the NFL from some of our uh, local football teams. Um, there's a couple on here personally for Cleveland County. I really liked uh, to watch. I actually worked uh, as a teenager uh, at the same uh, grocery store as Scotty Montgomery. Great guy and an outstanding athlete. Uh, really enjoyed him as a person and as a football player. So we'll talk about him uh, shortly, and we'll get on to the crest. Um, team, and we'll also get um, Kings Mountain, uh, one of my all-time uh, favorite local uh, football players uh, went uh, pro is going to be on that team. So we'll talk about that. Kevin's coming back right now. <clears throat> All right, what's up? I was talking <laughs> to him about the other ones. I was saying when we get to the Cleveland County, I was telling him I had some personal favorites on those. One of the guys on the Burns Bulldogs I actually worked with. He's a great person uh, as, a, as, a, as a person, and he was excellent. Okay. 
that would Whoops. be Scotty Montgomery from the Burns. Okay, uh, you, you did work. So you, I worked with him at Harris Teeter in Cherville. Yep, and uh, he was an outstanding uh, worker. Me and him enjoyed working together. So how about um, you, you know? Okay, so for, we were the same age, basically. So for Scotty, um, interesting about that, uh, Tony. Uh, Tony Scott, this is from NFL Pro Football Reference, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's where I got the info from. Um, the way they did it, they listed them, of course, by school. And I've got um, – so Burns here. So we can put up for our folks online the best we can. Try to get me and Zach in here. Um <clears throat> Excuse me. I didn't think about that being a vertical thing, but anyway, there's the, the here it is, folks. I went and got it for you. You can see online a little bit. Move Zach up a little bit so you can see my head. There we go. All right. Um. So here, here's our list. So looking at the 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 Burns guys, Tony Scott was listed. <laughs> had, I don't remember him. Had Burns High School. It says Burn. It says Tony Scott Burns Lawndale. Scotty Montgomery's listed as Scotty Montgomery Burns Cherryville. <laughs> so they've got Scotty listed a, a, as a Cherryvillian. Hey, there's Judah. Look at him. He's on TV. Hold on, Judah. I'll get you on a big shot. Hi. Your sister was on there earlier. <laughs> he said, I'll probably see that on YouTube. <laughs> Kids today. Uh, Anyway, um, all right, so, yeah, Zach, they, uh, uh, Scotty Montgomery's listed as Cherryville mm-hmm. on there, and Tony Scott's listed as Lawndale in the same high school. <laughs> Cleveland High School. Step on it. Step on it. Step on it. <laughs> Judah's having a, an issue. Judah, go over and step on that ant. I'm not going to do the rest of the show till you don't go do that. Judah. Judah. Judah, you can't do that. You couldn't do that. <laughs> uh We used to pick them up and put them in jars and make them play. I shot it. I killed a squirrel yesterday. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. Um, now he's chewed on my deck. No, I put two BBs in the chamber. Is it a <laughs> no, it was a, it's a squirrel. <laughs> I put two BBs in the chamber and shot him in the neck. Oh, wow. He went down like a, holding his neck like that, wow. too. It was, all, it was like cartoon. Oh, my goodness. Kind of, um, it's kind of devastating. But no, yeah, Scotty, uh, he, he worked uh, in Harris Teeter in Cherryville. Okay. Did you get the best one or anybody else yet? I, I didn't see okay. any. I, I, well, that's the best in Cleveland County. I did do Lincoln. Okay. So, Lincoln, I don't know what you said about that. I said C.J. Wilson. They've only had two people in the whole county. And they both went to Lincoln in high school. One in 1968, Dennis Bird, and then C.J. Wilson played 2013-14 for the told Bucks. Him, told him that uh, I is one of my favorite high school players. He's a great quarterback for them. Do you remember why his career ended? Yeah, he shot his hand in uh, with fireworks <laughs> or something on a fireworks thing. So, yeah. so my question is, Zach, if you're at a Fourth of July party this weekend, and there's 30 people there, and one guy there has two commas in his bank account. Yeah. 
I'm not letting him touch Is he the, the one that gets to hold the fireworks? Absolutely not. I'm like, dude. <laughs> is, this is, a bad is, the, is the one on a is the one on the uh, NFL contract the uh, one that holds the, the fireworks? The guy had the same thing. Pro- Jason Pierre-Paul. It wasn't O.C. then. It was Jason Pierre-Paul. Pierre I was thinking yeah. think O.C. Pierre-Paul uh, blew his fingers off. I think uh, I think C.J. like actually yeah, he saved some fingers or whatever, but Paul uh, actually lost. A, the two different positions, so he was out. You know, at least. Well, CJ is also a defensive back. Yes, yeah, he's got to catch the ball. He's right. got to catch passes or, or or knock it down at least. So, you know, that's six years ago. That's crazy. Time has damn flown. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, we're halfway through this year. Believe it or not, today's July first. I think everybody be happy when this year's over. You think so? Be like the Jumanji game is over. I don't know. Amazon and Walmart's making a lot of money. The rest of us aren't. Um, all right. So the so. What's what's weird about that, Zach? So think about that. The only player since 1968 to make it in the NFL in Lincoln County yeah, is one player, one person, and um, and that one person blew his hand off with the firework. And Roseboro was was excellent. I don't even know what Roseboro uh, is. He he might get some workouts. I think he graduated this year. Yeah, I think he might he get was, some workouts. He was a stud. Remember Roseboro? Um, no. Um. So, well, well, Bandy's had two that weren't on this list, and and Maiden may have um, next year. Um, holy crap! My name. It was the quarterback, wasn't it? Yeah, my name uh, just went blank. Yeah, I can't think either. Caleb Farley, he's playing corner now. Yeah. At uh, Virginia Tech, so uh, he may end up uh, being and, in the NFL. And, and he's got then, NFL speed. Then the North Lincoln boy, that's going. They got. Did he get a, uh, a deal? You talking about this year? There's two kids from North Lincoln just signed for state. Yeah. One's a defensive end, the other's a long snapper. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and Shelby just had a long snapper sign with North Carolina as well. Um, the, we we've had a bunch, but it's made practice teams and and, and been drafted or, or and, and rosters, but these are the only ones that have actually played in an NFL game. Um, so where, where I'm getting at is, you know, you got all these kids in Lincoln County, Zach, and only one has ever made it, and yep. then so so you, t- you if you if you're preaching to these kids and be like, you've got to make the right decisions, you've got to do good, you've got to go to school, you got to do this, and you still the odds of you making it are slim and none. And then when you do make it there, Zach, you got to be smart enough not to blow your damn hands off with a firecracker. Or you that know, is amazing to me. You look at this this list, and and uh, who would ever think the Chase Trojans has more than Shelby and Chris? <laughs> So so Chase is 0 and 51 I think against Shelby. Shelby has won I don't know how many state championships. Outstanding. Chase hasn't. I won a playoff game. Okay? Shelby only has 3 players from Shelby High School to ever make it in the NFL and Zach not one since the turn of the millennium. Surprise me. Not one Shelby player has made the NFL since the Y2K bug. Surprise me. <laughs> you, how about this? And then Crest is all after. Right. So between, that. Shelby and Kings Mountain haven't had a player make the NFL since the turn of the millennium. And Burns and Crest, all of their players, came after the turn of the millennium. The, look at that uh, The the Crest – Burns matchup. Now those guys, some of those played in the, in the late nineties. So Tony Scott guarded Chris Coleman, and they both made the NFL. <laughs> that the, the uh, 
the Burns team. Mm-hmm. I went to watch Scotty. Um, I didn't follow Trevor, you know, that good. But that that team uh, that Scotty was on, we went, I misspelled your name. We went to Burns, mm-hmm. and they beat Cherville seventy four or seventy six to nothing. <laughs> it was like fifty to nothing in the first half. Um, Scotty was all over the place. Uh, he was a kick returner too. Yeah, really good kick returner. Well, Cherville was beating Shelby six to nothing in ninety eight. Did yeah, you know that? That was one of the only good football teams we ever had, too. Well, Gary returned the opening kickoff, and then after that it was <laughs> a stalemate. It was no, it was no stalemate. It was fifty something to six after that, but <laughs> it started off started off promising. Cherville leading yeah, I Shelby. Think I remember that. I do. I was sitting in the press box of that. I remember probably, the return and everything. Yeah, you're probably like, Yes. Oh yeah. Six to nothing, Shelby leads. Just think if we had Twitter back then. Oh man. And we got to t- text that out. Golly. All right, so so Cleveland County, Shelby's got three, mm-hmm. Kings Mountain two, Burns two, Crest mm-hmm. three, uh, Shelby Robert Williams, Tom London, 1978, and Johnny Hudson, 1921. Wow. Cleveland High School, this was segregation. Mel Phillips in 77, Bobby Bell, 74 in the NFL. Bobby Bell is a Hall of Famer uh, from Cleveland High School, 1963 to 74 in the NFL. Kings Mountain had Kevin Max, probably loved him. Besides... Besides Bobby Bell, because he's a Hall of Famer, Max probably the most famous player on this list. A lot of people knew and remember the Mack truck, Kevin yeah. Mack, at Kings Mountain. Zach, it's been 27 years since Kings Mountain has had an NFL player. And look look who was guarding for Kevin Mack. They had a uh, 1992 Calvin Stevenson. He was, he was, he was he on was the, the line. Oh, so I would, damn, could you I imagine, didn't notice that. Could you imagine? Hey, we're lining up. Mack running well, behind no, no, Stevenson. No no, let's, let's, no, no, back that up. Those years are NFL years. NFL years. So, so they didn't play together probably. You don't think so? Well, look when Mac started. Uh, yeah, I see that. So okay. he probably didn't he, – he was probably in at high school in 1980. Yeah, yeah. Because 85 right. was his first year in NFL. So four yeah. years, yeah. So Kevin Mack's probably seven years older than Calvin Stevens. Yeah, he, close was, a, to he was a stud. If you didn't have the Nigerian Nightmare and Christian Okoye, you would have well, you Kevin Mack. Yeah, that's true. You talk about them. Well, Bessemer City, look over them one spot. Yeah. If I said who's had more – you know, I sit there and argue with these guys on Friday nights and be like, and 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 they, okay, and they'll put and they'll and they'll poo poo the one a, one a schools, the two a schools here in, in the Bessemer cities of the world, and they'll put down Bessemer's and Chase's Zach, but look at which one they produce the pros. Yeah, I liked uh, Philip Crosby. I remember that name. Crosby was a, was the running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were on the same team, Norris McClary and Phil Philip Crosby. Uh, McCleary played for the Kansas City Chiefs. Crosby with the Buffalo Bills. Crosby was on the Tennessee Vols championship yeah. team with T. Martin when he was the quarterback. But that leaves us Chase Trojan, Zach. If you had closed your eyes, would you have ever guessed Chase? You line all these teams up, nobody. Has the most NFL players. We'll take that. And uh, I don't remember the Carlos Watkins uh, guy. I don't. Uh, well, he's playing he's now. Recent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's he, playing he, now. he was a recent uh, high school. So I wouldn't. I don't remember him locally is what I'm saying. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. I remember the uh, – yeah, I, I do. Uh, Pretty nasty. Yeah, uh, I played against Whiteside. Whiteside. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kenyon Whiteside. Uh, yes, he's nasty. Uh, Whiteside um, suplexed slash – I don't know what – body slammed one of our players. Um, we used to sneak our fastest player in at, at – at, tight end and try to run the end around with him some in our motion offense or option offense and uh <clears throat> it was a 
my fake was to the left. The ball went back to the right. So I handed it off the ball, and he went up under me to the right. Well, Kenyon was playing that left left end, and we ran our options off the ends and not the linebackers, which is, if you know anything about it, that sucks because you're going to get smoked by the defensive end. If you run off the linebacker, you got a chance to shake him or move. If you run off the defensive end, the defensive end just crashes and hits whoever just yeah. standing there. So you're getting crushed by the biggest man on their defense when you run that play. So we tried to sneak it by him, and I was carrying out my fake, Zach, and I heard a, a smack, <laughs> and then I heard – the fans at Bessemer with my my back was to the fans at Bessemer. I heard him go, ooh, and I turned around and Deontay was laying there like a chalk line. <laughs> Fastest <laughs> player on TV. Oh done. yeah, oh yeah. Uh, like, coach, don't run that again. <laughs> they sat, they sat him. Oh wait a minute, hold on. So they sat him uh, on the bench with some smelling salt. I didn't. We had a couple more plays left, so I had to run the plays before I got over there. When I got over there, Zach, he has the smelling salt. Just stuck in his nose. It is sticking in his nose. He can't get it. It just trying to, like, he was in no man's land. He didn't play again that week. Um, but, yeah, that guy right there smoked him. And what's funny about it, you, you just talked about don't run that play. The very next play, the call was option right. And he was on the other side. The, the same guy that just, the same guy who just destroyed our fastest player, the coach calls for me to run the option uh, right at him. Yeah, but you know I what I, I did. I did. I did. <laughs> so, so sorry, coach. So in that offense, I didn't have much audible power. Some I could go left and right. I was like, we're going left. <laughs> that was. I mean, no way. I just so Zach. I just saw this guy get body slammed. The guy's over getting smelling salt. And the coach run it, run it that way again. Fuck. Yeah, no. I'm looking at uh, Carlos Watkins. He's the beast. <laughs> That is a big boy right there. So. Uh, yeah, I was trying to pull him up. Uh, the Chase Trojan, six three, three hundred pound, Houston, Houston Texan. Yeah. Uh, last year in two thousand nineteen, he got one start. Didn't start in eighteen. He started six games in seventeen. So he's been in Houston. Yeah. He's just not getting to start much, get much play. So he's he's been a a part of the line last year. Mm-hmm. He had twenty three tackles. And one sack, uh, Carlos got, Watkins. The last on the list is the Chris Chargers. And, uh, everybody's above the 2000s well, on this. I don't remember Chris Coleman. I do remember Spikes and Bullard. So Coleman played with Torrey Holt, I, th- I think. Did he? I think so. No, no, no. His NFL years were 2000, 2001. I think he was right before Torrey Holt then. Let me make sure with, with, with that I can get to get to Torrey's. Um, but Coleman um, – Rob didn't mention him in the uh, Mount Rushmore. So I, I said something to him the other day, yeah, Monday when he came in, and he was like, yeah, um, one, he forgot. Uh, he said, but the thing about it is, he said, I don't, Chris didn't have that big of an impact. He was trying to go with people who had an impact yeah. on the program. Um, and he said he thought Chesley Borders was a better wide receiver that was a really good, than Coleman. I remember that. Uh, Borders played, I think, in a preseason game or two. Um but he th- he said he thought Borders was better than Coleman, and so that was there was a boy that and I'm, I'm gonna get off crest for a second. There fine. was a boy that went and I, I, you gonna have to help me with my with my name. I can't remember his name. Um, he went to Tennessee and I think he was from Burns and he was supposed to be really really. I thought he was gonna make NFL and he did not turn out. It was right after Scotty. So we have oh, to look at that. Talk about Derek Burgess. 
Was that his name? It was something like he was a wide Derek receiver. John, no, no, not wide receiver. I, I, there's a lineman. No, this was that, a wide that went from Burns. From, uh, this is a wide receiver. Uh, wind up going to Tennessee, and uh, I thought he would do really. Uh, Roscoe. Oh, Briscoe. Per- Briscoe. 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 Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Briscoe player locally. So, Josh Briscoe. Josh Briscoe. <laughs> um, that's so, it. But that's uh, his name. we had Jonathan Buller, Brandon Spikes, and Chris Coleman. Uh, Spikes was a uh, was nasty. <laughs> I, I still remember remember that. Well, uh, so a couple other like fun notes on on this. So, um, look, you look over at South Point. What are they known for? The option running. And who made the who made the pros? Yep, a wide receiver. wide receiver. Someone that he's. I probably caught more passes at Cherville than he than Corn Robinson caught in high school. Yeah, because he, he played was a running back. He was a running back. Okay, running back. He he played a running back in the option. And We're then. And then how about let's real quick look over at Shelby. Um, you know, they haven't had any players since 2000, Zach. And he, like Crest has had them since 2000, and Kings Mountain has it, and Burns has. It's, it's just kind of it's just weird and random when the when the guys make it, how they make it, what they make it for. Um, it's just fun. Fun. Almost each team has a story. And, and let's look at it this way, okay? RS Central's had two guys that each played one year. Ashbrook has two guys that each played one year. Lincoln had two guys. One played one. One played two years. Burns's two guys played two years. Uh, East Rutherford's one guy two years. Uh, Bessemer's two guys played three years. Like there's not uh, Scotty Montgomery, Tony Scott three years. There's no. It's not even that long of of term. Just uh, uh, Corn Robinson, really good, really good. I thought he was good in NFL. Corn uh-huh. probably had he might have had the best of all yeah. these besides Spikes. Spikes, Spikes probably Spikes. had the best, and Kevin Mack. Uh, Mack played eight years. Bobby Bell. If you're going by longevity, it's it's Bobby Bell, Corn Robinson, Kevin Mack, Brandon Spikes. Bullard's still in the league, so he's been there for four years. Watkins is still in the league, but he's not a star in the league at all. Um, so it, it's really tough, Zach, to, to even get there. Um, to uh, just, just <laughs> it's just crazy. Just looking at these, like you know, the, the fact of Lincoln County only two in the whole time. <laughs> One of them in fifty years. He blew I think, a firework accident. I think Scotty's actually um, a coach at East Carolina. Or he, he, was. he was the head coach. He's not there anymore. Um, I was trying to think. It seems like there was one other little nugget I wanted to point out on, on on how some of these teams play and their and their and their MVP. Like, you know, Shelby's got all these all this offense and it's just nothing but defenders on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just crazy. Um, you know, Huss, the the guy played three years, Lamar Holmes, uh Crawford won. It's not longevity, is it Zach? No, even if, it, even if you do it make shows it. You, as good as these guys were, it shows you how hard it is. Uh to to make it with you know I mean every, every, you get to that level everybody's got speed everybody's big I know? mean the, honestly Shelby High School should talk to their kids all the time about this and be like look we haven't had a player make it since two thousand we might win the state championship we might be the best team around but guys unless you do go to school and do concentrate and 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 do what you're supposed to to do there is no success guaranteed past anything no because Shelby's probably got one of the best. High school football teams in the state over the last forty years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it don't matter what A you are. Mm-hmm. They, they're one losing season, maybe. I think that was it. One losing season, and that's just ridiculous. I think it was only one game under five hundred. 
Yeah, I think that's what it was. Andre I and think I think Cheryl's had one game over 500 in the last 40 years. So Andre and I rode up to a game one time with uh, Jeff Jones, and he was belly aching about an eight and four team. <laughs> We're like that would have been the greatest ever. At yeah, I mean we, we they would they would have their the stadium named after that year. Well, I talked I, you know, talking to Rob the other day about you know this point. I've always said that Cherville, Bessemer's, the smaller schools, their one, two, three players mm-hmm. are as good as the other teams, one, two, three. It's just they have they 11 have of them, them out. and we've got three. You see what I mean? So, yeah, because the year we had Ralph and Gary, who was the third? Uh, the other Johnson boys, the the twins. Uh, Josh and Jeremiah were on they, that They team. were on the defense, I believe, and mm-hmm. uh, there's somebody else I'm missing. I can name about the whole team. Yeah, we, I'm we, just saying, like, you were talking about our – out we had the we had the athletes to match up with them at the top three. Okay, well Kent Bowen's a better passer than what yeah, they had. Right. That both teams had. Ralph's probably the best wide receiver. Gary is not if he may be the best runner. Gary went to Clemson. Yeah, like that's where he was supposed to go, and, and he didn't have success there. But he went to Clemson. Yeah. So you, you're looking at that back on that team alone, and then you say, well, why aren't we winning? Well, our defense gave up fifty. Our offense can score with anybody. Those offenses could with Kent Bowen at quarterback, and you've got Eric Davis out there, Eddie Mooney, Wes Roberts, Ralph Roberts, um, all those guys out there playing the wide receivers. You've got both Johnsons. Josh is the tight end. Jeremiah played running back. Yeah. You've got the Bell Twins. Uh, and now They were younger. They got uh, – well, they were in tenth grade when yeah, Ralph and Gary right, were seniors. seniors, so they were they right. were just starting. Um, so, but there's there's two DBs right there. There's seven players right there, Zach. That can keep up. with that better, I can say there's seven is yeah. fine. We're going seven on seven and have line no up. problem. But wait, but but guess what? There's twenty two starters. All right, there's twenty two starters. We have one or two Andres. They have five. Yeah. So that's the deal on that is that we've got one or two Andres or three or four Ralphs, but they've got five to ten. And it's the depth thing. Um, well, one thing I kind of proposed um, to Rob, and he didn't really like it too much. I, I, I think he just looked maybe the holes in it. But, you know, we rank these teams 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A based on school size, right, school population. What do you think about ranking them instead based on football roster size? So, for example, and I mean program, not varsity. Not just JV, but I mean program. So, for example, Bessemer Cherville will have 50 players in their whole program. Shelby and Crest will have 80. So you see what I mean? Like if you have under 50 players, you're 1A. Under 60, you're 2A. Or under 70, you're 3 You see what I mean? Some type of – you do it based on football population as opposed to school population. But do they do, – if we do that, do, does – just say Shelby mm-hmm. play with their numbers. Just to you say, can't play with your numbers. Like you talking about, like the the you talking about, like we want to be in the fifty range, so we can stay in a two A. But you add, you're adding in your JV and your varsity. That's what that's what Rob was saying was that people send people to JV. I'm like, no, 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 the whole program. You have to list your whole program. Max Preps has got the rosters. It's not like you're you're, you're going up and down. And people, you, Zach, if you'll say, well, will they fudge with numbers that way? Well, what are they doing with 1,200 kids in the school? You tell me they ain't fo- – when South Point moves to 2A by three kids or four kids or whatever it was, there's going something there. And it's easier to me to say, hey, you know what, we've got 
10 less kids that didn't come to school this year that when nobody knows, nobody knows their names as opposed to we got 70 football players. I One thing I, I, I'm, I'm – And you could go off last year's numbers and, and not what comes to camp this year. You go off last year's numbers. So last year we, we came in, we registered 100 players. So this year that's – next year that's the, that's the league we'll be in. Uh, the one thing I am sold on is um, the charter schools are unfair to, mm-hmm. you know, like the charitables. Or the, the one A's. And it was, yeah. so, so, for example, um, they can, you know, you can go to whatever charter school you want. Yeah. And then you can just, like, have a super solid team, Thomas Jefferson or some of them late Norman charter teams. And then <laughs> charitable has to go down there and just get slaughtered. Well, you, they can recruit anywhere you want. So, basically, the whole state can go to a charter school yeah. if they wanted to. But just for posterity's sake, let's compare Winston-Salem Prep against Cherryville. They're both 1A. They both have to play each other in the, in the playoffs. Winston-Salem Prep has less students than Cherryville. Winston-Salem Prep has 1.5 million homes in Winston-Salem. So they can pick that's just who can go to – that's just 1.5 million homes yeah. alone. That can, that's, so just, that's just in Winston-Salem's area. I'm not even talking about the state. You can go to them things from here. If you live in Cherville, you can go to West Salem Prep if you want to drive two yeah. hours every day. But the thing about it is that the Cherville kids can't do that. Yeah. And the best kids, there's, I think I looked up, there's 5,000 homes in Cherville. What's the difference, Zach, between 5,000 homes and 1.5 million homes? Yeah. It's not even close. And that's what you're saying is that they have to play each other. And that's what I think if you went to roster size – then you would have a closer approximation of what you have. Because the more football players you have, it's not you're going to be a better team, but A, it helps 10 times depth-wise. But also, that's what we're doing anyway by numbers, right? Mm-hmm. If if you looked at the rosters across the board, or the 1A school is not going to have smaller rosters than the 3 and 4As. Oh, yeah. So if we did it, I, th- I think by last year's total program, high school and JV, because then if you got teams that say, well, we're not going to have a JV team, it's still the same kids. It's still 70 kids, whether you have a high school team or not. Or you, I mean a varsity or JV. You just put them all in varsity. Because some schools won't have varsity. Especially these 1A and 2A schools won't even have a JV squad. It's like Cherub went up against Christ King last year. and I mean, they didn't even have enough to fill out that roster almost. The, the varsity. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not good for the 1As uh, at all on that. All right. Uh Trying to get through this uh, as much as I can today and uh, get Judah out of here. Yeah, he's getting a little bit restless. Oh, goodness. We've been going since about 1130. So. All right. Um, so that's our football Cam Newton talk of the day. NBA coming back, Zach. Um, baseball. Uh, a couple of things. Baseball, they're going to have um, – they're going to play in their stadiums. Uh, this is – Teams will not be address, addressing fans outside of the ballpark if, if they can. Um, I see, geez, umpires. See, there's so many small deals. Like, what's the umpires doing? What's this person doing? The the two biggest things, we'll just go for that. How about that? Because mm-hmm. we can't say or do anything about, you know, a year or how long it takes or, or games or whatever. Uh, the two biggest things are in the – in Extra innings, you see that? They're going to the, I, I, I think it's, I think it's called the day. international rule. They're going to put somebody on second base. Right. They're going to put a runner on second for base. For both teams. Um, I'm, I don't have a problem with that. It's a, fair, it's, 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 it's a level playing field. Here, here's, where, here's where you got an issue. 
who's who's going on second. Well, no, no, that's whoever made the last out goes on second. Okay, from the from the previous. Okay, I didn't see that. That's the that's easy. I might put Ricky Henderson out there. Well, yeah. The the problem <laughs> is is that if that runner scores, who does that runner go to on your scoring pitching? Yeah. If you come into the game and there's a runner on second already, another pitcher has let that runner get there. That does not count against you. But now if you're in extra innings, nobody let that runner on second. I think they're going to lose it. And the pitcher, are they going to give it to the pitcher that, that, that starts the inning? Or are all. they going to give it to anybody? I don't think, I think, think they'll lose it. I, I think it'll just drop. So now you're getting runs scored and winning games and then who gets that don't even count against the pitcher. Does, does that does that person get a run scored on their stat? Did, did, you didn't get on base. I think you have to give it to the offensive player. You can't give it to the defensive player or the pitcher. Which, so you can't say the pitcher gave up the run, but you can give the run to the player for scoring the run. I don't know if I'd give it to the one that's on the base. I'd have to give it to the one that hit. Would you give it an, RB- yeah, give, give give it an, an RBI? RBI? I would. Uh, <laughs> I would give the RBI. See, this, it doesn't change the game one bit what we're arguing. No, we're asking. no. We're, say, we're talking about... Yes, we're talking about stats yeah, scoring-wise. Scoring. Yeah, the, how about just, just the scorekeeper? If he's sitting there writing that stuff down, somebody's got to put this in the in all the – this is history. It then all goes down. Error. Hmm. Uh, that's, uh, that, that's the stuff. That's weird. And that, then we also, Zach, how about the DH in the yeah. National League? Uh, I'm against it, but I you am know too. what? It, it, it's all about scoring anyway, so same thing they did with football. I like defense. I like the I like the 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 Super Bowl with the Patriots and Rams. My biggest my biggest thing on it is that we make the decision. We, we say we, well, people say, "Well, who wants to see pitchers hit?" Well, we've been watching them for a hundred something years. They, they've been hitting ever since they were five. <laughs> That's the first thing. Second of all, Mike Trout strikes out twenty three percent of the time. They weren't At, saying that when uh, Babe Ruth got up and hit right. a home run, was they? Or or Show Otani? Yeah. Um, Trout strikes out 23% of the time. Adam Wainwright, pitcher for the Cardinals, strikes out 28% of the time. I know Wainwright's a good hitter, but I didn't compare him to a bad hitter. I compared him to what some of you children think is one of the best hitters ever in Mike Trout. So 5% of the time, Zach, is all he strikes out more than Trout. So let's do some math on that, okay? You got 100 at-bats. I was about to say to get to a five percent more extra strikeout, that's twenty. You gotta have, you gotta take. Let's say, out of every five at bats, you get out one more time than Mike Trout does. Yeah. A pitcher only bats once every four days, and a pitcher only usually doesn't bat four or five times a game. So that's probably over a two-game stretch of at bats. So what you're saying is that I don't want to see a guy strike out one extra time every two games. Or two extra times, like what? What are we? What are we arguing about? It, like, it it's not that nothing, much at all. It has nothing to do with <laughs> the, the. It all has to do with the DH and then taking somebody that can't play the field anymore and dropping him into however many teams in the in the in, in the, uh, NL. See, that's the way I see it. Is is the DH is a guy who can't play baseball? Is that, he, he can't play the field. He might be. <laughs> he, he might have it one time, and he, he can't. He cannot uh, play the field anymore. And he hit. The closers and the DHs are just. Let me tell you what a DH is. It is a hired gun. It is somebody that comes in and you say, I need you to hit me a home run. That's all you're wanting him to do. Well, just. Or move the ball. Just move it around. 
And think about it. If you're DH and you're striking out and getting out, if you go over four in your DH, how'd you help your team today? Zero. You didn't. Unless you pop fly it and you got to run in. At, right, or hit one backside and moved a runner. But 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 for the most part, you know, if you're DH and you don't get on base, don't get hit, what did you do today? Because you didn't go out there and catch a fly ball. You didn't catch a ground ball. You didn't do anything to help your team. They're not baseball players to me. They need to make a rule for the DH has to play at least one inning somewhere. Like, it just drives me crazy. It, you know, I was, I was or never would be a DH, but, like, you know, the designated hitter can sit here, and like I said, he can just – and it's the same thing with the closer or pitcher. So we'll sit there and, and only thing you can do is, is pitch for two, three outs a game. The only thing you can do is hit. But I can go out here and play shortstop for nine innings, seven innings, catch all these ground balls, make all these plays, go one for four, two for four at the plate, and you're going to sit there and tell me the you DH no, guy, you don't get no I'll get no recognition. How many shortstops get in the Hall of Fame, Zach? Not many. It's amazing, you know, even with Ozzy. I mean, almost on every baseball team, the shortstop is the best player on the team, and they never get recognition. They never get uh, in the Hall of Fame. It, it's 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 you got to be exceptional shortstop to be to be put in that in, in that in that situation, that conversation. What's funny about the war stuff? I did notice this. I looked it up the other day. Ozzy's got more had better more war than uh, Derek Jeter. So now, now, now think about Somebody that. Somebody that did not hit the ball, you know. Right. You're going to tell me now. now we, we would if I set a Yankees fan or someone else down, a Jeter fan, and we said, "All right, let's talk Jeter and Ozzy." I take Ozzy, and it wouldn't even be a question. I know, but but if we if That's we sit, if we sat him down, and said, "Let's talk Jeter and Ozzy. Which one plays better defense?" Obviously, it's not even close to a fucking question. Then we say, "Well, which one's a better hitter?" Oh, obviously Jeter is. He's got 3,000 hits. Well, Ozzy had 2,600 hits. Yeah. Ozzy had more stolen bases. Ozzy just only had like 17 home runs in his career. He didn't something. have any power, but he had more war. So, which one is it? Well, Jeter won this many championships. Oh, okay. Again, back to the Mariano Rivera thing. If Mariano Rivera was a Kansas City Royal, he wouldn't be the all-time leader in saves. Right. He wouldn't have whatever champ. He wouldn't have championships. Right. So it's not like he, he would have been putting at championships. If if Jeter was the St. Louis Cardinal, would he have lifted them to the championship? No. Not with the 10th no. best. Because think about it. Jeter in his time, if he was a St. Louis Cardinal, the Yankees were still spending $150 million on their players, and Jeter would have been on a $70 million roster. If he's so good, would he have lifted that team to a championship? No. no. So... <clears throat> That that uh, in baseball a lot of it does matter where you're at, whose team you're on, the publicity you get. Does Disney own your team? Uh, does ESPN uh, work in your in your district? Um, it, so the baseball's got the DH, uh, sixty games. Um, one thing I'm I'm concerned about. I know it's going to happen. It probably will, and we'll have asterisks next to it, so it won't be that big of a deal. Somebody's going to hit four hundred, Zach. Yeah. This year, somebody's going to hit four hundred. Yeah, I can see that. Um, there's always one or two guys about near the just, near the All Star break that that are at or above yeah, 400. I ain't talking about that, but so it's gonna it's gonna go down the same thing. As I'll bet the who it first. I'll bet who it won't be. I bet all my money. I know who won't Mike be. Trout. He won't be hitting 400. <laughs> they had a stat. not striking out like that. <laughs> they had a, a milestone stat that came out the other day. It was on Facebook, and uh, it was like you know, Pujols is so many away from 650, something like that to get close. Oh, he's he's four away from Willie Mays. Yeah, that was the one, and he's thirty away from A Rod. So this is Robin. This is Robin Albert's uh, chase on history. 
because he's going to lose 15 home runs this year, maybe even 20. Yep. And the RBI thing, he's he's got more of a chance to be the all-time RBI king than home run king, I think. Um, so he's missing a lot of that, man. Um, but they was putting this out there, and then they tacked on Trout at the bottom of it. It says he's only like 10 home runs away from 300. <laughs> I'm like, no, did you just have to tag Trout on the end of somebody? <laughs> For no like, reason. 650. For no reason whatsoever. You know, I mean, how many years has Trout played? 10? Nine. Nine. So mm-hmm. what's his average on home runs? 280, Nine. so about 30-some a year, 33 a year. They was, we had people doing that uh, when we were kids. That was like uh, a dropping hat. Well, <laughs> I remember a Baltimore Oriole, and I can't remember his name, but I can see his face, and he was hitting 30 a year. Uh you talk about Brady He's, Anderson yeah. when he was rolling yes. it up. Yeah, he he admitted to he the rolling. He was knocking thirty out every year. Um, I'm trying to find a. I, I had a response for one the other day. Um, crap is about that too, Zach. Let me find it. Um, I did see that one about the uh, about the Larry, Larry Allen. Um, he's talking about crap. I, I do want to find this tweet. I'm gonna pull it up. The great radio and, and everything, but whatever. I, there was something that I, I tweeted out about the stats. It was it was about Mike Trout too. Um, it was. Um, hold on, I'll find it. It's not, not gonna be that long. <laughs> I read you, I read you the Aubrey Huff and Trevor Bauer thing, mm-hmm. huh? About he's calling Pookie and talking about the war and all that. Um, they actually sent it to me, I believe. Yeah. All right, here it is, Zach. So they talked King Griffey Jr. the other day. In here? No, no. They they did a they had a that ESPN had a thing on him, a little quick documentary thing. Quick documentary on probably one of the best. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is King Griffey Jr. not the best baseball player that you and me have ever seen? Yes. Okay. My all time favorite player. Let's say he's the best. Let's say he's the best outfit. If I was going to rank the best overall players I've ever seen, I would have Griffey and A-Rod would be my top two. Then I'd have the, – the Bonds thing is, is very is very difficult. Before Bonds hit the 73, I don't think anyone – do you know anyone who have took Bonds over Griffey? No. I wouldn't take him over now. Well, and I, and, and that's my point. If you say you're going to take him now, you're saying that, well, I'm taking steroids bonds. And, and, and you're not taking the fielder, the, the outfielder. Okay. I mean, God, right. they ain't even in the same league. All right, so uh, Mike Trout has zero gold gloves, right? Ken Griffey Jr. has ten straight. <laughs> ten. People forget how good he was. Ten straight gold gloves. He played center field, right, Zach? Mm-hmm. That's what folks today will say, well, Center field's hard to win gold gloves. <laughs> well, there you go. Ten straight. <laughs> Shit. Uh, hard to win gold gloves, but if you're that good and you show out, then you most win Most seasons of 40 home runs by a center fielder. Do you yeah. know the list? Most. Most home runs, 40 home runs seasons by a center fielder. I would think uh, Andrew Jones, Kirby Puckett. New ones on there. King Griffey Jr., seven seasons of 40 homers or more willie may six duke snyder five mickey mantle four See, that's i mean that's like your that is like uh uh mount rushmore people so you know me mike trout had that none none i mean he's got two sorry i'm just playing so one of the responses on this sack somebody actually responded to that stat like the, the mlb putting the stat out that that uh 
about the one the one I just read to you, seven forty homer season. Someone responded, "That's okay, Trout's going to blow by that." <laughs> he's been in the league nine years. He is almost to his. He's about to be on the downside of his he career. He is on it. He is okay. The average. I went through the list of the all time um, RBI guys. Out of the top ten, I would say seven of them played exactly twenty two years. Pools is at nineteen. 22 is the number. It's either 21, 22, 23. That's the number everybody played. There's only like two that played 23. There was seven of them that played exactly 22 years. So, Trout, after nine seasons, if he does everything he did again. Doubles. How many people doubles. do that? Had none. none. If he doubles it, he's at 560. Still 70 home runs behind King Griffey Jr. Yeah. And Griffey had, had some major injuries. And you know how issues. many gold gloves he's behind him? Ten. I <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Can we it, even have the conversation? I, Just put the stats up there and don't put a name on it. Just I, say, which right. one is this? When dude? I put these, <laughs> what's bad about it is when I put these stats out, Zach, and we talk about them, I'm not even saying like. That's why everybody goes to war. I'm not even saying it's like two to one. It's not like, you know, King Griffey had two, Trout has one gold glove. You can make an argument they're maybe the same player. But when I say 10 to zero, <laughs> when I say seven home, 40 homers to two, those aren't the same ballparks. And like I said, this one guy's like, well, Trout's going to blow by that. So I did the math on it for him. Dumb shit. <laughs> I said, you're right. Mike Trout is on pace to break this record in his 36th season. If you've had two after nine years, Zach, <laughs> what makes you think you're going to get to eight? Even if he gets to eight, that's quadrupling it, which is what I did, the math. In 36 years, he's only so, in front of him by one. How, how old is Trout? 32? <laughs> I don't know if he's 30 yet. I don't really? know. Really? He might be Nine 29. Years? He started young. He started he did, like 19. So he, he was like he 28 was one of the phenoms that young. came out? Yeah. But still, I he mean, after, you're, after you hit 32, <laughs> you go down. He's the 28 perfect, this year. The perfect example is is Howard uh, uh, Bell. Hang on. Uh, the, the guy for the Cardinals that we've just been talking Pujols. about. Pujols. He's the perfect example. Pujols he beat. left. The Cardinals, and he went off the map. All right, so Pujols' biggest problem was his last two years, and it, it's plantar fasciitis. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh, yeah, not. I had it. It's horrible. <clears throat> <clears throat> Do you think you could be one of the all-time great baseball players with plantar fasciitis? I couldn't walk. <laughs> so think about that. Albert Pujols was going to the baseball field crutches. every day playing with that. Yeah. I, I went to work, and, and I, I left. I went on crutches. It was that bad. I, I I've had it before too. Uh, problems with it, and 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 he's had it for since it happened. And the, and that they told him he said it, it'll never get better until you sit out a whole year. And Albert Pujols is not sitting out a whole year. This this is the longest you know, he's had to sit out is this year. I had it for about a year and I didn't use it and it, it never racked it up again. So they that's were probably correct. that's what they told him is he you you have to sit out a whole year and rest it. Because I was I was playing. Uh, Street hoops on you know at mm -hmm. different places and, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't quit playing basketball and I quit playing basketball and I quit. So King Griffey Jr. Zach, in in mm. in just ten seasons alone, had ten straight Gold Gloves and seven forty homer seasons. In nine years, Trout has zero Gold Gloves and two forty homer seasons, and is on pace to break Griffey's record in thirty six years. I would take Mike Trout over Andrew Jones. <laughs> Probably not. I wouldn't. No. I mean, I mean, what reason would you have? I mean, Andrew Jones is a better defender, <laughs> and he can hit just as good. Yeah, I mean, what? He's what? going to strike out or hit a home run. About the same thing, but I better mean, defender. Come on. 
I don't remember exactly who's what. The, who's the other guy that, that came to the Cardinals right after Pujols? Uh, first baseman. Was it Matt Carpenter? Was it Carpenter that came? You know, I mean, Chris Duncan was there. He was, was, was Carpenter. He comes from, come from the A's. Who, who was come from the A's? It was really we got good. Scott Rowland at third. A's was Mark Mulder, a pitcher. No, I'm talking about it was, it was a hitter. Y'all signed him. Holiday? Right? Holiday. I was thinking Holiday. He's out. He went. He, he, was yeah, he, he was started in Colorado. Went to Oakland yeah. for like a year. Yeah, or something, he was outfielder. And uh, he was awful. Yeah, outfielding. He cost us the World Series. Yeah. He dropped a fly ball, a pop-up. Hey, at least it didn't bounce off his head and give another team a home run. Shit. <laughs> I mean, that's true, too. He didn't do that in the World Series, though. He didn't bounce off his head, dude. We're almost yeah. done, Judah. Got uh, ten minutes. Ten minutes. We're done. So, Zach, Andrew Jones had... Andrew... Andrew had 434 home runs. Andrew Jones did. Yeah. I knew he had some, and he was a great defender. So, I, how many gold gloves? Ten. <laughs> Shit. There you go. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't even take, you know, I mean, for all you guys. The same are, people would tell me that, that Trout's a better defender than Pujols. Think about it. Think about it. I'm talking about the black one, son. Albert's got two gold gloves at first base, meaning he can catch ground balls, balls thrown to him, and pop-ups. Trout has zero gold gloves in, in the outfield where you, all you do is catch pop-ups. But he's a better defender. And then Andrew Jones, 10. I didn't know that. Now, he's only, he only batted 254. He, but that's, that's what I said. He, he's either going to home run or he was going to you know strike out. But uh, He had four seasons of 20 stolen bases. Andrew Jones. Jones had... I mean, if you want to look at it overall, let's let's look at a couple of things. Uh, Trout's best batting average is three twenty six. Andrew Jones only hit three hundred once. It's three oh three. Still better than Trout's this year. Um, the, the the most egregious thing is going down and looking at McGuire and Griffey's MVP voting. Like the disrespect. Uh, uh, like because of who they played for. Uh, and I I tried to tell Hunter and him like there used to be a time. And Zach will remember it that you had to win to be yeah. voted for the MVP. Oh, yeah. Like there was no McGuire didn't get MVP in the two years. He had 136 home runs in back to back years and didn't get MVP. Zach. And then you know, uh, and then Griffey's come out and said that he he made it known that he would not play for the Yankees. If Mark, he played for the Yankees, he might be revered as top Ma- top three or four players all time greatest. How about McGuire never won an MVP? If you put, let's let just, me <laughs> listen to this. Uh, I'm going to read some of the seasons he had. Uh, oh, he was a great batting average <laughs> for for a good t- while. His rookie year, he batted 289, 49 homers, 118 RBIs. And he was little. Uh, how about we had, uh, let's see, how about in 96 in Oakland, 312, 52 home runs, 113 RBIs, seventh MVP. 52 homers, 113 RBIs, and 312. All better than Trout's numbers this year, seventh in MVP voting. Seventh. Not second or third, seventh. And that's that's solid across the board. All right, how about this one? The very next year, uh, in 97, his totals, he split in St. Louis and Oakland. He could not get... The, uh, the the stats don't co- count for both leagues, so he had he had to count his split stats that year. 
Combined, he had 58 homers, 123 RBIs, and batted 274, and the highest he got in the voting was 16th. 58 home runs, Zach, 16th in voting. If we put uh, uh, a Yankees jersey on McGuire or Griffey, could <laughs> yep. you imagine where they'd be on the – Griffey would be the greatest ever. They wouldn't even talk about it. He would, they would. He would. He would be. If he played for the Yankees, even in his twilight years in Cincinnati, they would still say the same thing because they would probably win a championship at some point. And if you win a championship for the Yankees, that counts more than the others for some yeah. reason. Uh, how about a couple other egregious ones real quick before we get out here? In 98, the year he set the home run, he broke the home run record and set it at 70. He came in second. Who won it? Sosa. Really? Yeah. They made the playoffs over the Cardinals. And then, I don't remember that. So he got the MVP because they made the playoffs, not because he had better that's, numbers. Right. I, I I just don't remember that. That's how they used to do it. They used to do do that all the time. How about the very next year, Zach? Folks, I'm going to read this out loud. 65 home runs. 147 RBI. Batted 278. How many walks? <laughs> Uh, so they were walking him. 133 times. So that's that, that, count that as a hit. Think about this. The year before, the year he hit 70, Zach, they walked him 162 times. That How many games be, they played in the season? That to be factored into his batting average. How many games they played in the season? Well, that, that goes in the on-base percentage. So yeah. his on-base percentage in 98, <laughs> you ready? 470. His own base percentage in 98 was 470. He got walked 162 times. That means at least once a game he's getting he's going to be on first base with a walk. And then if you throw a strike, he might hit it 500 and feet. Most of those times that he gets to put on first base, there was other people on because they walked him so he didn't knock them in. Mhm. Uh let's see. The, the the Barry Bonds intentional walk numbers are the most ridiculous oh, thing yeah. ever. And how about in '96, Zach, in the American League? He listen, folks. He led the American League in home runs, on base, slugging, OPS, seventh in MVP voting. Seventh in MVP voting. I went back. I'll I'll, I'll I'll put it together for next week. But I went back and I was looking, Zach. I was comparing. You can look at the MVP voting, and then also look at their WAR to see how many players would have won it back then as compared to now on war and not. And it was pretty interesting. It was about 50-50 were the numbers. About about 50% of them were one, two, or three in war. Which, anyway, that won it. And won it. Yeah. But there was a bunch of them. Like Juan Gonzalez one time won it. I forgot and about I th- that name. He was, he was like, good. He was like how good he was. He was like 14th in he war did, that he year. He had like 47, 50 homers at one year. Oh, yeah. Juan Gonzalez was. I forgot uh, about that. Oh, big boy. Uh, stud. Uh, of Texas a, Ranger. Yeah. Um. Let me put that in there. Let's see. Juan Gonzalez. And then I want to put uh, MVPs. MLB. Um, so, Gonzalez, real quick, uh, 89 to 2005, uh, three-time All-Star, two-time MVP was Juan Gonzalez. Wow. 434 home runs, 200, 295 batting average. Uh, so, he he's pretty much – Batting the same as Trout as far as batting average. Um, he in the Hall of Fame? I don't think he is, and he probably should be. I think he got lumped into the steroid era. <sighs> he was good. I think he was 
Uh, These guys are the guys that when we would play in the backyard, you'd pretend you was them. I pretend I was him a couple times. <laughs> Pretty close, son. I gotta find that exact uh, that page because uh, ah, it was it was a great page. I can click on the stat right next to it and, and look at the look at the MVPs. This might be might be it. Nice. Yeah, it does. Well, it kind of shows it. Uh, don't show the, the highest one. Damn it. I'll find that next okay. time, Zach. Um, that's an interesting one to look at is to look at and compare. So the wars in, in like 92 or 95 and see yeah. uh, exactly what happened. So let's look at 90. Let's look at Juan Gonzalez's 98. He won it the year Sosa won it. The year before, how about so, the year before Sosa McGuire, the MVPs, Larry Walker and King Griffey Jr. All right. Yeah, you can look at the war here. Here we go. In Juan Gonzalez's MVP season, his war was 4.9. 4. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17th and, and more. in war. And he won MVP. And won MVP. Oh, my gosh. You know who was second? The number one in war that year yeah. was A-Rod. He, he ended up ninth in voting. Number two in war he was, was – probably with Seattle still then. Yep. Number two was Roger Clemens in Toronto – Wow. He was 11th in voting. Derek Jeter was third in war and third in voting. So that one was right on. Nomar Garcia Pia Capera was mm -hmm. second. And uh and uh Albert Bell and yeah. he was he was uh he was second overall in voting, fourth in war. In the National League, Kevin Brown had the number one war, 16. The pitcher, wasn't he? Yes. The the pitcher Yeah. Uh, he was 16th in voting. Bonds had the number one as a hitter, and he was eighth in voting. John Olerud oh, was third in the Na – I didn't even know he played in the National League for – really. Baltimore? The Mets was oh, third at 7.6. How about McGuire that year was fourth? Slamming Sammy Sosa, seven, eight, ninth in MVP voting. Sammy Sosa had a worse year than McGuire – he was ninth in war, remember John and he won the and he won the MVP because he uh, his team won. Allroad that year had twenty two home runs, ninety three RBIs. That's that's pretty low to get an MVP voting. So. Vladimir Guerrero is that. Tell me if these aren't Mike Trout numbers if you've ever heard them, and they're really not because his batting average is better. Yeah. Three twenty four, thirty eight homers. 109 RBIs. That is Mike Troutland all over the place. Step 324 is on the high end of Trout's uh, averages. And, and Vlad wasn't considered, you know, like Thir 13th. Awesome, awesome. I love it. 13th in voting. It's, it's almost. Almost. All right, Zach, this weekend we're going to Indianapolis uh, for the Brickyard 400. This is uh, one of the my least favorite races. The drivers were thinking, uh, some of them were thinking about participating in the IndyCar race, but it's not going to work out time wise. Um, so you don't like Indy? I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the track. I don't like Pocono. Um, I like to play it on the game because yeah. I could. I actually win it on the game pretty quite quite a bit. But watching it, it always the leader pulls away. I like races where at the end at least it don't have to be ten cars like Talladega. But you need. I need. I want two cars battling for the lead. Yeah. And then when you have a car win by more than a second. That's, yeah, ain't no fun. It's not fun for the end of the race or any of that because you already know what's going to happen. And then so, yeah, I, I, 
the Talladegas and the Daytonas, they're their own animal with the 10, 12, 15 cars in contention on the last lap. But I, I at least want two or three uh, battling for the lead so you can see something coming to the, to the finish line. I will be watching it. All right, so they'll be uh, July 4th, that's Saturday in Indianapolis. Uh, I'm guessing they're racing Saturday, or are they racing on Sunday? I might have had that wrong. Let's see. I think it might be Sunday, Zach. Make sure I get that out right. July 5th, it is Sunday. So they are going to race Sunday. It says 4 o'clock. Um, real quick before we end the show, what do you think about these uh, these start times at 3 and 4 o'clock every day? Uh, when the you know, and they end up with rain delays, and then some of these tracks don't have lights. When the NFL has no problem whatsoever, the NFL has no problem whatsoever, Zach, uh, playing at one o'clock. Yeah, I say back it up, back it up, run it, get them, get it over. Uh, I don't care if they'd run it at eleven. Well, I don't think most of us would anyway. All right, uh, getting out of here. Da-da-da, a couple of other quick fun tweets. Number of quarterbacks who've won a Super Bowl since two thousand eleven on a rookie contract. Four, uh, Flacco, Wilson, Wentz, Foles, and Mahomes. Number of quarterbacks who won on a top 10 salary. Only Eli and Peyton are the only quarterbacks to win on a top 10 salary in the last 10 years. A um, couple of other news and notes. Uh, last time Liverpool won the title, the Dallas Cowboys had the 17th overall pick and took Emmett Smith. This year Liverpool won it and they took C.D. Lamb. Could be a pick. Crime of the day, tweet of the day. It's a federal crime for a boat carrying asses to depart a U.S. port without a certificate showing that the government has inspected the asses. <laughs> <laughs> and my final crime of, day, uh, of the day, I had one more. It's a federal crime to accidentally catch a comatose sea turtle and not elevate its hindquarters to at least six inches for four to 24 hours while trying to revive it. All right, folks, that's, wow. about all, that's, that's about all I can do with that. All right, thanks for uh, listening, everybody, watching and listening. Zach May, you, Judah's in the house today. Thank everybody for uh, pay, uh, paying attention, listening to us, listening to our ramblings. Saturday Sports Talk, uh, we'll have Terry and, uh, and Hunter. Uh, I think Hunter will be back. And then Tom on Saturday, we'll have some breakfast. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you Saturday. Zach, see you next week. Right. KTC Broadcast and Shock Jocks, ktcbroadcast.com. Wait a minute, Zach. I got something for you. You can say bye to everybody. There you go. Let's see if I can get in this thing. Get your head in there. Bye, everybody. <laughs> say, do it, do it. Do it. Record one run. Say, watch Braves baseball on KTC. Watch Braves baseball on KTC. <laughs>